to the PlayStation Collectors Podcast, Season 2, Episode number 26. And tonight, we welcome Jason back to the show. Welcome back, Jason. Hey, thanks for having me, Jeff. Thanks for having me back. Going on, oh, Good to see you, man. How have you been? Been good. Crazy busy, um, crazy work commute. So, yeah, busy with work for the most part, but I'm happy to be back talking about games, which is my, my jam, if you will. Nice. And how's the little one going? Uh, he's sleeping more through the night. Thanks for asking. He's now um, almost 10 months, which is crazy. He can stand. He's got two words going on. It's either dada or cat. So we, we talk a lot about cats and me. So <laughs> that's my favorite subjects in life. Exactly. Yeah, you know, it, it's pretty, it's, it's amazing. I recommend it. That's funny. He has oh, the same cool. personality as me already. That's pretty much all I do. Well, me. How old until you uh, throw a PlayStation controller in his hand? <laughs> you get him, like, you know, I've actually got a, a, a PS4 controller teether, so it's pretty awesome. Like, oh, that is awesome. Like, it's awesome. Like, Dude, they have stuff. some pretty cool baby swag out there. I remember my brother had his kid. I got him a Slayer onesie like, for like, his <laughs> little baby. I was like, Dude, that is badass. Too bad he's only going to like fit in it for like an hour, but that's pretty cool. Yeah, maybe, <laughs> yeah. maybe cooler baby stuff now than I remember. I mean, I guess I wasn't paying attention at the time, right? Because I didn't have one. But yeah, I don't remember baby, you know, kid Metallica shirts and stuff when I was a kid. So yeah, that's pretty cool. awesome. No, no, I notice it now. Like it's in shops everywhere and it's so cool. Yep. They definitely know their target audience. <laughs> I need to get some baby. They do. They're all getting cool. older. Yeah. <laughs> Like these guys still want to buy this stuff, but they have to buy this stuff. So if we put the stuff they want on the baby stuff, they'll buy it. No, and <laughs> me, I'll, I'll get into collecting it. I'll have like a room full of fucking baby onesies. <laughs> yeah, like, there, I there's got, like, many... every Metallica one now, boy. <laughs> I got a little like Sonic Halloween <laughs> costume for him. It's like I, I can't go down that route. No, like, I hold back. No, 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 no. You, you have, the, you get to dress them up and take goofy ass pictures. That's that is part of being a parent. You are allowed, sir. You are allowed to make embarrassing movies, embarrassing <laughs> photos. You can, you know, get to bring them up when they're twenty or in their, in their teens and they start to date. You get to bring it out. Look at little Billy in his Sonic costume. Isn't he cute? I've earned it. Exactly. Yeah, 
Yes, that's that's how it is. But trust me, I'm sure good. we have many young parents on who listen to the show, Jason. Um, have you got any plans for childproofing the game room or anything like that down the line? But that's a great question um, because he loves to crawl in here already, and it's like, ooh, okay. Um, yes, <laughs> I have plans. I have plans, but what they are, I don't know. It involves a lock, I think, but that's about it. <laughs> I know some other mates who um, they've had to put their games in boxes and put them away and um, different things like that, or certain people. Uh, I know Andy has his collection only on the top shelves, all the bottom shelves are empty, so uh totally can't come out and pull all the games out so there's different things you can do i think but, it's um, all when you get so many games you, there's only so many places you can put them yeah i think it's headed that way unfortunately but i'll let you know i'll keep you posted i'll send you photos as they get higher and higher that sounds good man and how's the collection going it's going uh well it's it's um a little out of control but i guess that's not new. <laughs> that's perfect <laughs> exactly I, I just need more shelf space and you know like this room I, I it's only really set up as like a temporary solution and um then i got a little bit comfortable and used to it and then the, the you know shelf space ran out so uh it's it's going out of control in a good way i just need to get a, a better storage solution and again like you mentioned gotta get them higher up so figuring that out still but it's definitely going like the, as far as the limited run set um like i mentioned to you before you know I'm going for um, a full limited run PS4 set and PS5, which is um, admittedly insane. I don't think this is something I ever would have set out to do if I had any clue how many would eventually come out, but that's going. Um, and then just, you know, looking for the weird European stuff. I love the the strange German shovelware. Like me and, and Niccolo share that bond over horrible games that only come out in like one country. Did you get the sheep um, game? Did you get the sheep game? You know, Spoiler alert. <laughs> yes. It was in my pickups. It was in my pickups, but oh hell yeah, I got this. Oh sheep. dude. Literally <laughs> Sylvan. Sylvan's on like a he's like on a European tour buying games and he's like, Are there any games you need? I'm like, I need the sheep game, bro. You gotta find that for me. <laughs> that was like the first thing I said, and he's found it. I'm like so excited. So I'll have that someday. I couldn't stop there. I had to get the sheep the sheep game on the PS4, the sheep game on the PS5, and the sheep game on the Switch, just because out of principle. The theme of this game on a Nintendo console, I find more amusing. Yeah, yeah, really. Like, in saying that, Nintendo get games that PlayStation going get that are pretty risque. So that's so change strange how that's changed over time. How like yeah. so used to be the edge lords, and Nintendo was like the babies, and like even or even back when Genesis, like Nintendo was like no blood and Mortal Kombat, no, no, no. Like it was very, and now like Sony will be like <laughs> cleavage. <laughs> you know what i mean and then nintendo you're like hey i think this this is pretty questionable you guys might ban you should ban this <laughs> it's a completely opposite like some of the stuff they have i'm like i'm not even i don't even i'm not comfortable with this <laughs> yeah i never would have thought nintendo would be the ones to say hey that's what the rating system's for like really like when did that happen right it, it's true right. but it's still crazy i mean nintendo have grown with their audience and like Hang on, our audience are now in their 30s and their 40s and their 50s, so let's give them stuff they really want. And yeah. it's selling, so good on them, right? Yeah, no complaints. Hey, so Jason, how is the um, PS5 limited run set looking? I've got no idea on how many titles they're up to on the PS5. You know, I don't even know how many I have pre-orders in for, but like just looking at my shelf, I mean, if I had to count, 
in which I'm I'm not. It's it's around like, <laughs> which I'm around, not going to. Yeah, I'm gonna eyeball it. Forty <laughs> to fifty. It's lo looking like on myself. Those are the ones that are the least organized because, again, I ran out of space. So I prioritize PS4 because there's more of them, and PS5 ones are just kind of stacking up. But yeah, I, I want to say I probably have like 30, 20 to thirty pre-order that I haven't gotten yet. So that sounds like you know eighty-ish. Roughly. And I'm sure the way they're coming in, it's not going to be in order. It's going to be like number 33, number 29, number 64, oh, no. number 82. Yep. It's worse on PS5, too, than PS4. Like, that, so that's exactly what's happening. Like, I'm finally getting those Shantae games that were, like, you know, the low single-digit numbers, like, after I've gotten, like, oh, there's number 42. Like, it's bizarre. It's hard to keep it numbered on the shelf. And then the number system isn't great because some of the games double up in numbers and... <laughs> yep. And, and that right. reminds me, I've got something to show you, too, that falls very much in that category, but I'll save it for later. But yeah, yeah like, and PS5 doesn't even have those spine numbers. So if, if you want to keep it in numbered order, you have yeah. to turn them over to see, like, oh, is it in the Switch, right place? Switch is the same, too, right? Yeah, the Switch is the same. They don't have the numbers yep. on. Oh, well, yeah, I did so something fine. yesterday for the first time in my entire PS4 collection history. I rearranged my PS4 collection by alphabetical and I threw all the limited run games in there. So Firewatch is at the F section and Griffin Knight FX at G. And I, I love it. I've been looking at my war going, that's so cool. I got all these games together and I pulled yeah. all the limited run games out of my collection that I'm, I don't want anymore and I'm going to put them on eBay and get rid of them. And I, I used to buy everything for the sake of it. And realizing now a lot of the games I was buying early on, I was just buying because it was for sale. I, I've got no intention of actually wanting this game and different things like that. Well, at least the early ones are worth a lot. Hopefully, you'll get some well, money out of it. Oh at least. God, I'm like, oh yeah, this game. Why do I own it? Look it up. It's like three hundred dollars on. Yeah, eBay. you should. You should show me some. Well, you sell all those. You may as well send me a picture. I did the same for <laughs> those early games. Are crazy expensive. I know, I know. There's a couple that I want. Um, I did find out that slaps slaps and beans. One of the people in your Discord was nice enough to tell me that it got a German retail release, which I didn't know that. I thought it only had a strictly limited release. So yeah. I ended up picking up that copy for like half the price. I'm pretty excited. I got my German slaps and beans coming now. Speaking of my Discord, Joe, I just read this morning, and I don't quote me because it's from someone in the Discord, but apparently Best Buy have discounts on their limited run games at the moment. So hmm. Oh, no kidding. If I need you, check out. I mean, cheap limited run games... You know, you can't really lose on that stuff. I think that um, if you were into, like, you know, whatever, like, buying stuff to hold it to sell it in the future or something, like, I would definitely pick up all the Castlevania Requiems of the that the Symphony of the Night PS4 games that came out through Best Buy. I, just, I have a couple extra copies of those, and I normally don't do that. But to me, it's just, like, a no-brainer. I'm like, this is absolutely 100% going to be worth triple the value. And as soon as it's not in the store anymore instantaneously this is going to like triple in value because it's simply the other night there's no Can way it won't it's like this it's in its castlevania i just so there's certain like i would pick it's up the contras like it's it ticks every box <laughs> and sometimes their versions are more expensive than the limited run versions doesn't mean, like i'm pretty sure the stranger uh stranger things three whatever the game or i'm pretty sure that limited run version is like more than the act i'm sorry the best buy version is more than the lrg one or something like that, I don't I don't understand that. a lot of their audience are like me overseas buyers how are we going to get best buy games we have to go on ebay and pay these prices so if, mm. if you've got a hundred people who are all doing that suddenly the price has gone up just because of that happened and you know it's got nothing to do with the availability of copies or anything like that 
I've also heard conflicting messages that they're still going to be selling games when they discontinue. I, I they heard are, that too, so. Yeah, first I heard they were kicking rid of everything, but now I heard it's just DVDs and CDs and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, I heard. So first I heard physical media, but they were referring to DVDs and Blu-ray. And, and I haven't heard them update that, but I also haven't heard them say anything one way or the other. So looking back at their actual statement, because they did comment on it, it's it's been movies that they were talking about. So I'm not really sure. I, I hope it is is true that games will continue to be sold. I I I'm honestly that I found it a little surprising because I was always under the impression that the video game industry is the only thing that's recession proof. It's the only thing that like never has a problem. Like I and like I don't know. Like I I buy games constantly from Best Buy. Like that's the only thing I buy from Best Buy. I don't buy anything else from them. I don't know. You know, to me, so I was just like. Okay, I just will never go to Best Buy again. I guess. <laughs> I yeah. just, why? Whatever like, reason to go there exactly. You can buy everything else on Amazon, probably cheaper, right? With free shipping and true. Like I don't know enough about how like retail and margins and all that stuff works, but I mean, Best Buy's had a crazy selection of stuff that's like in the warehouse and ready to ship, like things that are pretty niche and some of the, like some of the smaller titles. And I, I've been pretty amazed by the selection they've had. So when I heard that they were discontinuing, you know, selling physical media, I was thinking, well, maybe they just had too broad a selection. Like they're not just carrying like the Assassin's Creed and, you know, that kind of stuff. They had all the weird little indie titles. So, uh, you know, I, I imagine they can't be selling as well as the big stuff. And I, I would think that might be hurting them if physical media sales are continuing to diminish. But I don't know. It's all speculation. I, I just hope it keeps going. But I'm, I'm pretty impressed they have like an Amazon level selection of stuff. It's almost a double-edged sword, though, that, Jason, because if they were selling the AAA stuff, they've got the problem that the majority of people buying that stuff are now downloading it, where people who are buying the niche stuff is are still buying it physically. So like you'd you, you think they wouldn't lose that audience, right? But, I mean, maybe they are. It's hard to say. I guess that we'll have to check back in a year from now and see if they've still got this stuff for sale. But I'm hoping it continues. A very similar thing that I just read this morning, and Josh from Limited Run Games just made a tweet that, not confirmed, but he expects Walmart 2024 quarter one to see selling video games. And, you know, this is from someone who is trying to get their stock in their stores. So it's a pretty reliable source, I'd say. And they did. Like, I think Ninja Turtles actually did. Like, the Dadimu um, Shredder's Revenge. Like, that one actually did make it into Walmart. And that, that was still a limited run, I think, as the physical publisher. So, yeah, I mean, he, he should know. But that would shock me. Like, because, like, you know, if you think about impulse buys and, you know, Christmas gift giving and all that Black Friday kind of stuff. I mean, that's Walmart. Like, that's Walmart right there. Um, I'd be surprised if they stopped selling at least the major physical titles. I've noticed in, um, I went um, game shopping two weeks ago with Andy and we went into our local store, it's a JB Hi-Fi and they, very similar to Best Buy in America. Anyway, we, we went in there, we were looking at the Xbox section. I kid you not, 40% of the Xbox section is now digital cards and you pull cards. the card and you, you're just buying a digital card. Like, yeah, it's, it's that. And that, that's literally a massive section, you know, they don't have they don't have the games anymore. It's just the cards. It was like, wow, this is the future. You know, there's no such thing as secondhand games anymore. You buy it at that price. That's it. Now, what's better, a card or a box with a code in it? Yeah, I mean, if it's if you can use it once, it's it's the same thing. Yeah, 
No, it's true. Like in Target in the U.S. is becoming that way as well. In Best Buy, even though they have a great selection online, the the aisles are pretty much half cards now out here too. Oh, the in-store selection is usually garbage in my my Best Buy. It looks like it looks like a corpse that vultures have picked over. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. It, um, it's usually just like two copies of Mario Kart Deluxe and like you know, friggin' some weird you know Assassin's Creed, like you said, or WWF game or something. Um, yeah, but uh, yeah, and and it's a, that's another thing too. Is like a lot of the times I buy games from Best Buy, and if I went to pick it up in the store, they'd be like, it "says we have one." I'm like, oh, "Well, good luck. Go find it." I'm like, "Wherever it is." I'm like, "You better find it. Either that, or I'm going out back. You better find it." <laughs> like, I'm going out back. I love it. And when they are there, they're like, you know, they're not on the shelves. Like, like, like to your point, not even just when they have one. In general, they have like, you know, no stock on the shelves. Like, you have to go to the you know, customer service and be like, Hey, do you have that back there? And it's like Toys R Us in the eighties. I'm not into it. Yeah. It's, it's an awful business model. And like, not everyone wants to ask, you know, a lot of people are just going in, looking at the shelves and walking out. Another thing I would add, if we are going down the road where, you know, physical media is going to be a thing if you buy it through websites and that's it. Well, we're not going to see cheap brand new games anymore because websites aren't, I mean, Businesses aren't going to be paying for shelf space to display their games and different things like that. If you've got a warehouse and you're keeping your stock and you don't have to pay, you know, employees to serve people all day and you don't have to pay to, you know, have the lights on because that doesn't matter and different things like that. Well, your overheads are less. You don't have to discount your games because you don't need that turnover. So they can, you know, like limited run games. When do they do sales? They don't have to do sales. You know, their products are selling. If we get to that road, then the prices of video games can be very different to what they are today. They're different. They're like, we have some. Do you want them? Hey, that's our. That's their sale. Like on Christmas time, they'll be like, we'll let you buy some of the games. That we'll put them in a blind box, <laughs> and we won't tell you what you're getting, and it's a lucky. Oh, well, that's and we'll put yeah. the expensive ones on there to think that you're gonna get something, <laughs> and you'll like it because it's a disc. Just, just thank us later. I only did, I did one, one time I bought a blind box for like 10 bucks off the internet. Some guys like, I never opened it. And it turned out to be a uh, home for PS4, that little indie horror game. I'm like, I'm happy with that. It was like a $30 game. I did all right. And it was a horror game. So I was like, all right, I'll just, I got all the options. I was pretty happy with it. And you just brought up a point that um the store's still buying codes. Now I'm under the impression that, again, I might be wrong here, but I'm assuming that if a store selling codes, their overhead is going to be completely different. And uh, like, surely they're not paying, you know, 60 to $80 or $50 to get these codes. Surely it's a thing that they probably don't make much money at all on these. And Sony are just the ones taking it once the transaction goes through. Like, surely that's the case. Surely you're I not just think buying a small cut. I could be yeah, wrong. Like, like, it's different to receiving a physical product, right? Because you don't like, receive think, the product until it's been downloaded. I could be totally wrong. Maybe I'm just thinking like points cards, like PSN and, and Xbox. But like, I'm pretty sure they're just they're, they're pieces of plastic. And then when you actually you know scan it as a purchase, like the transaction I think happens code. exactly. Like I think the transaction happens then between Sony and whoever, like the, the retailer. And yeah. so I think that like if it's a twenty dollar point card, then you know maybe they're they're just getting a, a a small cut that they're sending over. You know, they're getting ten percent or something, and you know. Apple's getting the rest or Sony's mm -hmm. getting the rest. Yeah. 
not even 10%. They're probably making pennies. I used to, we used, I used to sell cell phones and they, you'd sell like prepaid phone cards. Same idea. Like there's no, they would just like the, the card was pointless. I would just scan it in as a whatever. And it would just generate a code for you. And the receipt would be the code. Yeah. yeah the card, the card you throw to the trash didn't really mean anything. Yeah. Well, if that is the case, what ever reason would we see half price codes? You're not going to. It's like, when do you see half price games on the PlayStation store? Like you might see 20% off, but it'll be 20% off the RRP price, which is more than, you know, retail price anyway. So usually they're just selling it for the normal price. Yeah. Yeah. You'll never be able to get the deals you get physically. No way, dude. And like, you'll never also like, like, I, I like PS5, especially these days. Like I'm not all about spending 70 to hundred dollars on a game unless I like really like, I, if I'm spending that much, I'm getting like, something collectible. I'm getting an old yeah. PS1 game or something. If I'm spending 100 bucks, screw that, dude. I'm getting something I've been wanting for years. I'm not going to get some new AAA game. So I always, like, will wait a few, like, a month and just buy a used copy. And for, like, half price. Like, I always do that. Like, and, um, nice, you know, I wait to, like, get a nice, clean, conditioned one. You know, for 30 bucks, something like that. And you'll never, you're just not going to be possible. Like, you're going to be paying $70 for Hogwarts Legacy forever. If it's just online only, you'll never be able to find a cheaper copy. This won't happen. Well, no, no, you will be able to find a cheaper copy, Joe, on Game Pass or on PlayStation Plus or, you know, on whatever Steam services you do. That's going to be the future. And, you know, we, we, we can see it like that 100%. That'll be the future. It seems yeah. like it's all going to be service based. I, I agree. Like, um, that's where things are headed. And, um, yeah, I mean, it, I think. I've heard the term, you know, what will be like the Netflix of games for years and years. And I mean, Game Pass and and now uh, PlayStation Plus, the, the highest tier. It's the same. That, that is the Netflix of games. I mean, and that's where everything is headed, I think, is a service-based kind of platform. Yeah, you're spot on. There will be like limited run games and play Asia for people like us who are going to spend their money and, you know, buy the collector's edition and print manuals and give us soundtracks, but we're not going to see, you know, the new, new Assassin's Creed game getting, you know, a million copies printed or the new Call of Duty getting a million copies printed. It's, if it is, it's going to be a few copies. It's probably going to be like game of the year edition might come up a steel book, you know, mightn't even come up a disc. Like, yeah, it's going to change my buying habits completely. All I know is that like, I will purchase probably 10% the amount of games just for this year. Like, cause collecting is a different hobby. I feel like than gaming to me, it's not the same anymore. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so if you take away the ability for me to collect, if you take that element out of it, I'm just going to buy like a couple games, put, you know, top probably a couple thousand. I'll go back to what I used to do when I was a PC gamer and I'd play like a couple games at a time, just put hundreds of hours into a couple games and then just pirate everything else, baby. And that's, what's going to happen. I'm going to, pirating is going to be a huge, huge problem once it's only digital they don't like I, they still have this fantasy that like people will they're like missing out on this mythical customer they're gonna get when they change things and it's like no you're just gonna lose people you're not gonna get more <laughs> you're not like you're all the people i'm not gonna like all of a sudden spend thousands on digital like it's not gonna happen i'm gonna either keep buying secondhand market or I'm just going to buy a couple digital things and pirate everything else. There's no reason for me. To, I don't care anymore if I'm not physically owning it. I would rather pirate it. 
I know that's not nice to say. Maybe that's the truth, though. I mean, same thing with TV shows. I'm not going to sub to your streaming network to watch one show. Get the hell out of here. I'm not doing that. I'm going to go on the, I'm going to go sail the seven seas. I'm going to get you one show. I'm going to watch it in an afternoon and then I'm not going to, I'm done with it. I'm not doing that. There's yep. no way. It's just, it's, the value isn't there for me. What are you providing me for my money? One show and then nothing? Why not? And I don't even own it. I don't have it on the shelf. I like to do the free trial of streaming services and bank new emails <laughs> to get the free trial again and do things like that. <laughs> You're not the only one. <laughs> I don't have any stream. The only thing I pay for is YouTube premium because I mean, ad blocker on YouTube doesn't really work properly. So mm. it's one thing that I watch enough YouTube that I'm, you know, I'm, happy to pay for that and I can justify it and the amount of time I watch on there. This whole thing's making me want to buy movies now more than anything too. Like I'm <laughs> really like thinking about DVDs. movies. And yeah, you're right. Well, like, preserve have, media. Yeah, dude. Movies and DVDs and TV shows and stuff. I'm like, eh, I'm thinking about picking up a bunch of those because I, first of all, for sheer value, I do think they'll go up on value. If there's like a TV show that only got like one release, on a dvd didn't get a blu-ray didn't get five different versions didn't it's just like there's one box set for it i bet that thing's gonna worth a lot of money down the road uh because not everything will be on streaming and like i said before like it's like and, and who knows like they could start putting commercials back in streaming what are you gonna do about it what are you gonna do whatever even if the, even if you're paying for it they'd be like we're still gonna book them they could just turn streaming right back into tv and you'll be stuck with it. And that's what are you going to do? Like, you don't have the option to go back and like watch it on DVD and skip all that crap. I don't know. Well, with all of these different services now, it's like, I mean, it's kind of like cable all over again, right? Like, you know, there are all these yeah, cord yeah. cutters who, you know, we're like, I, I don't need, I don't need uh, a cable package. I'll just get HBO now. Right. And now um, that, that's Max or whatever the hell it is. And there are just so many different services and they, they keep on, you know, putting everything out on, 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 on streams instead of cable channels. And it's like, well, wait a second. Now I'm playing, I'm paying for Hulu. I'm paying for Disney. I'm paying for Netflix. I'm paying for Apple, paying for Amazon. And it's like, wait a second, this is actually more expensive now than it used to be. And you're paying for the internet bill on top of it. Exactly. So it's like, you're like, holy crap, it's 150 bucks a month right now. Yep. Now here's something here. You want to be really depressed. Think about this boys streaming only gaming is only available online through a streaming service. They start putting ads in your games. What are you doing? Commercials in your games while you are playing. All of a sudden, boop, Geico. <laughs> you have to sit and watch an ad. Why wouldn't they? You don't Unless think they will? Like you don't think they will? They will. They will. You still have to commercials in your game. You will. You will. Mark my word. Once you have no choice, you will. I can see it happen. It will happen. You'll be playing, and, and all of a sudden, in the middle of you know, right to fight a boss fight in Elden Ring, and all of a sudden, rip, 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 nope, KFC, Tackle Bear, <laughs> or whatever. Oh man, I can see it in VR oh, too, where you can't, it, it's in your head, and you can't get rid of it. <laughs> <laughs> it's like you're getting brainwashed of an ad. No, but KFC seriously, I can't imagine. You Call of Duty game doesn't have the game on the disc. Like, what is the disc? Is the disc the download code? Like, really, if the game isn't on the disc, all the disc is is an activation key, right? It's kind of been like that. It's been like that for a while. Like, if you remember, like, some really egregious cases, like, um, 
I think I said that word right. Grievous, egregious. Anyway, egregious. Anyway. That one. Thank you. The right one. Um, so like Tony Hawk <laughs> Five, right? Um, that game is a tutorial on a disc. The entire game is like a multi-gig download. If you don't want to download the rest of that game, you're literally getting just a tutorial. And Activision's kind of been the worst offender for for years and years, right? Like to the point where there's like nothing on that disc for Call of Duty for the, for the most part. So it's kind of like that. So I mean that that kind of does make physical collecting, you know, no, puts a damper on it when there's no content on that disc to begin with. It's really just a a thing to put on the shelf. And yet I'm guilty of doing exactly that. I've got Tony Hawk Five on my shelf right now. Yeah, I know it doesn't do anything for me. But to add to that, Jason, Activision didn't do that for the Spyro trilogy. Like one of the Spyro games, you got downloaded. Unless you buy the second print, where you know, yeah, yeah, I have to go find the second print. I think they did the same thing with the Crash. Did they do that too, or was it just the um, games? Yeah, same thing with Crash too. There's yeah, two I'm pretty sure I have to go the find DLC them. though. The DLC for Crash. Hmm. However, yeah, you can buy the double pack. Versions. You can get all of it on the double pack, which is funny because if they can fit two games on one disc, why couldn't they fit the one on one disc? Like, it doesn't make sense. Make it make sense. <laughs> Oh, I dude, know. it never makes sense. Guys, speaking I, like, of Activision, yeah. did you guys hear about the um, the takeover that's gone through now? Activision is now owned by Microsoft. So mm. we won't be getting Call of Duty, Crash Bandicoot, Spyros on PlayStation anymore. It's a, yeah, it's a Microsoft product now. I mean, they, they have said that it won't, that won't be the case for a while. Like they put out some kind of statement, um, mm-hmm. I think Phil, Spen- Phil Spencer, uh, saying something along the lines of like, hey, do, wherever you play, whether it's Xbox or whether it's PlayStation or Nintendo, um, he was like, yeah, you know, y- you basically you have a home with us or whatever it was that he said that like, yeah, you know, you're in it. We're going to continue to entertain you for for years to come. And so I, I don't really think it's going to be that um, that abrupt. I, I think it's going to happen for sure. But um, I think you're still going to be getting Crash and Spyro and all that like. For the near term on on PlayStation, that hurts. Uh, Crash and Spyro, that's that's tough. If they like, like, those yeah, imagine that's like it. Mario being like, that's only Xbox now. Like, are you kidding me? Like yeah. Crash, it's like PlayStation. Don't <laughs> have to fight for it. Like, oh my god. Oh. I can say Call of Duty being a very like um, hey, it's going to come to PlayStation, but you can't play for a month, and you know you can only play these maps, and if you want to play this mode, you got to play an Xbox and. You know, the, the kids are just going to buy an Xbox because of that reason. If you want to play a certain game and one franchise is giving you more options, then guess what? If you're, you know, 20 years old and that game's your life, you're going for an Xbox. And, you know, that that's going to happen. <laughs> the new Black Ops, the zombies only works on Xbox. <laughs> yeah, that would be a selling point for me. Because of course. The that's I'm the reason I buy the Black Ops games. It's for <laughs> zombies. I don't even care about the damn game. Yeah, but like there was a time like, you know, Activision and Xbox, like, you know, I don't know, 2010 to 2015, 2016-ish, they were very partner, like they were very aligned where there was an exclusive window for all that DLC. And that changed um, where, you know, PlayStation ended up getting that window because PlayStation became the dominant platform, of, you know, to, to beat out uh, Xbox 360. So I'm sure it's going to, you know, be the flip now where Xbox is getting that stuff first. But I think that the, the core games and eventually that content will be out there on PlayStation and other platforms, at least, you know, in the near term. Like they said, for the next 10 years or so, it'll be on PlayStation. But I'm sure gradually less and less will make mm-hmm. its way over there. 
Yeah, and that's fine. And 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 I just, I don't know. I feel like Microsoft. I don't see them staying in the console business for for you know if they want to go this new all digital route it's like at what point are you just selling pcs to people man like you're just selling little desktops you know like that'll be like the new xbox comes with a keyboard mouse and a month i'm like are you just selling computer computers it's just so it's just and uh that's you know and i don't know about you guys but i don't like i probably pick up an xbox just to for for physical for the backwards collecting thing but like i you know if i really want to get into that i'm gonna get game pass and play on pc and stuff i'm not gonna all of a sudden like well well Done with Sony collecting, I guess. I'll start collecting Xbox. I just, it's not going to happen. I'll just build a PC and play those games there. So, it's exactly what I'm doing, Joe. Like, Xbox is now PC Game Pass for me. And, like, Game Pass is amazing. I, I looked at the games the other day and I knew there were some good ones on there, but I am blown away at what you get for value for money. If you're a new gamer and you don't have a game collection and you just want to get into gaming, I, I can't sell Sony to someone these days because of how good Game Pass is. And, you know, I'm Sony to, to the bone. So that's saying. Dude, way. this generation's made me sour on Sony hard between my PSVR 2 headset dying and Twitter. not being able to get a freaking PlayStation 5 for a year and the prices like never going down and the new revision, dude. Ugh. God, dude. I, what? <laughs> Let me, here's a tip. If your console requires a freaking stupid little piece of plastic stand to hold it up that looks like shite, <laughs> you redesigned it. What is the matter with you guys? How can, if it can't stand up on its own, if you have to charge people extra money for it to freaking stand on its own, like you, that's For what are you thinking? Problem. What are you thinking? <laughs> what are you thinking? Literally, it is illogical and irrational for you to design a console that does not stand up <laughs> what the frick is matter with you <laughs> like i just it blows me away dude. and this is the slim version so you'd uh, think the slim version would be which, for storing it's more expensive room. and people that don't have expensive. room so they can stand it in that place where i haven't got the room to have the big ps5 let's get the small one now that doesn't fit either <laughs> it's barely smaller it's barely smaller like the disc drive version it does it. I mean, I don't know. Like, I it literally like looks like it makes no difference to me. I just, I, and it's like I more money. Concerns on what they took out of the console. Like, have they taken fans and stuff out to make it smaller? I haven't seen any videos on someone pulling it apart. <laughs> they yet, took but... out all the heat sinks. Yep. <laughs> like, how, how would it run on Final Fantasy 16, where it was already struggling on the PS5? Like, is it going to run better on the new PS5, or is it going to struggle? You know, this is a genuine question. That's you know the thing I really don't get though is that you can get the diskless version, then you can up up like update it right for like an eighty dollar you know disc add on. Like, mm -hmm. who is it that is a digital consumer who later is like, you know what, I want to buy discs. I'm going to pay another eighty dollars so I can add this on because I didn't want it before, but now I really want to get discs. Like, they, they just don't weird. understand their consumers like if they think that's actually a viable like there, there's a user out there who wants to do this like there's no use cases that, that i would have seen happen. when they first dropped the ps5 there was a big proportion of people that were buying the digital only version only because the other version was sold out and you know I, if you bought that version because it was sold it i could see the upgrade being feasible but you know if they're releasing a console that 
isn't going to sell out and isn't going to be on delay for four years, which it shouldn't be, then there's absolutely no reason to you, exactly. you buy the one you want from day one. Exactly. I mean, like there are logistical reasons. Like if you realize, oh, hey, you know, that this $50 download is like 10 bucks at GameStop. Like there are reasons to do it, but I just don't think that that consumer exists who doesn't think of that up front. And then later is like, I, sh- I should spend eighty dollars to get a disk drive. It's an interesting choice. This is the only scenario. Kid goes to the store with mom. They buy the digital console and come home. And dad goes, you stupid idiots. We got to you go get the disc. Oh, oh, what are you doing? And then he gets that. that that's exactly right. <laughs> <laughs> that that would probably happen a bit, though. So maybe maybe there is a market for it. It's now, true. here's now here's what. I So I like the idea of customizable pieces. Like you ever see the Polymega or you could like buy pieces for it and do things. Yeah. I want it so I can add pieces so I can play backwards compatible shit. That's what I want. Like, Whoa. make it so I can add a drive and with, with a like and ha- with hardware in it, with emulation in it. Like, I'll give you a, a couple extra hundred bucks, dudes. Fuck eighty dollars. I'll give you two fifty. Put let me let me add something on there. Let's be playing my PS3 games. My PS. It could be separate. You could sell me two of them. You could sell. You could sell me one that just does PS3. You could sell me another one for PS2. And even though it would play PS1, you could sell me another one for PS1. I don't care, baby. You can sell me three. Just let me play my little games on my new systems, please. Because my PS3 fat models, they're just like, it's like trying to keep grandma alive. And I know she's not going to live forever. <laughs> well, James, I've never heard someone brought this up. But what about an attachment where you can play UMDs and Vita cards? Oh, dude. I mean, would that be? Bro, I have been for a PSP consoleized, like a home thing. Like they have the TV and you can emulate. There are ways you can play PSP on TV. There's tons of ways to do it, I know. But I do, like you said, I want something that lets me play my discs because I think that would make PSP games just shoot that, shoot up in value like insane. Do you imagine they had a little UMD disc drive you could play your PSP games on? That would increase the value of PSP games. They would, it would 10 times. And also, UMD movies would actually be cool. Yeah. You could yeah. actually watch oh movies at home. That would be awesome because there are a million UMDs out there that are like a, a, a penny. And they're like a lot of decent movies. But I'm not going to go out and watch Bad Boys on my PSP in the bathroom or something. What the hell am I going <laughs> <laughs> to do that? But I might watch it at home. Or, you know, I that would be so cool, dude. Yeah, like you said. A little oh, I'm hoping that, that oh. there's um, companies out there that make products where you can play old Nintendo carts and you know you can play old Genesis carts and they do everything. I'm hoping in the future we see products mm. so you can, you know, play a 3DS cart and a DS game and a Game Boy Advance game and a PSP game and a Vita game. You know, something for the handheld game. Like I don't know if Sony would allow it though. That's the only thing. Um, yeah, but Nintendo like- these days don't want to work with Sony, etc. Like what Analog is doing with like the Analog Pocket, they have those add-ons where now you can play Target Lynx games on it. You can play, um, man, Game Gear games on it, like that kind of Turbo Express, all that. Um, you know, I, I could see that happening. Like maybe there will be some kind of open source like emulation that, without Sony's permission or Nintendo's permission, it is possible to emulate those things on like a like an Analog type handheld. Like I really hope it's headed in that direction because. Um, you know, I, I'd love to have like the the next level. You know, I, I like playing Atari Lynx and Game Gear on a, on an analog. I like that idea, but um, man, I'd love to be able to play Vita and, and PSP on on like new hardware with a higher. And there are ways, like Cyrus was mentioning, a way to do it. There are ways to like you know you can play your, your Vita games on 
you know, on a TV and different yeah, things the, like that. But they're the not TV. ways to do. They're not ways that you can just go and spend a little bit of money. You know, you got to spend you know, almost a thousand dollars to be able to do something that isn't yeah. that good. Yeah. I mean, so is there is there an actual PSP? I know they have yeah, docks. Yeah, yeah. For the there Go. are ways to play PSP. The PSP it. Go, I know there's an actual dock and you can play with the controller, but can you do that with a regular PSP? Because I've only seen docks that have like speakers and audio connections. I've never seen one that lets you play with a controller. Am I crazy? Is there I one feel that like exists? Forrest was talking about doing something like this. So I'll have to mention it with him. I think there have been modded ones where you like you're actually using the PSP as a controller and like you know it's got an HDMI. You can do that. Or, you can plug it into your PS3 and use it as a controller. Even yeah. play. It. I've seen that. I don't know. Sarah says there's a cable, so I'm, I'm, I'm assuming you can. I'm, I'm, I'm going to sure. do some research because I want to get that set up. Even though I have it all on my Steam Deck now, Steam Deck has ruined my, my collecting forever. It really has. I'm just like, why do I do anything anymore? It's all on the deck. And it's, yeah. it's, it's more enjoyable. You know, I love playing PS2 games on my computer because I don't have to wait for loading times. You know, I don't mm. have to put a memory card in there. It's, you know, it, it runs better. It looks better. It's just all these little quality of life things that now that I've experienced the quality of life changes, going back and not having them, it's hard and it's not enjoyable. And coming from somebody with a room full of games, that's saying a lot. Like you've got those discs, you just don't want to play them on disc when you've become accustomed to that quality of life kind yeah, of improvement. Exactly. The um the upscaling of PS2 and PS1 games and stuff has been like really hard to go back to the actual original hardware on some of them. Like it looks amazing on some of like some of the games look so good. The PS2 games, unbelievable on the emulation. So I don't know. Stuff. Meanwhile, I'm testing. I permanently have a station set up upstairs to test games that I clean, and I have a um, HDMI TV that I use my PS2 through, and the games look terrible. Like, <laughs> you know, you don't realize how bad these games look on new technology. It's just like, oh, that wasn't what I remembered. <laughs> yeah, I need to get a nice CRT. You guys have CRTs? I I've got one, but I don't have it plugged in. I, I need one. I don't. Yeah, my I, I my girlfriend's gonna yeah, that's Andy. bring up if you can see our team in this house right now. I have nowhere to put it. She'd be so mad. Some dude was selling like a Sony Trinitron the other day for like fifty bucks. Like, oh man. God, I want it. Can I please? She's like, wait a minute. I'm like, I don't know. On my side of the bed, I'll sleep on the floor. She's like, no. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's I got nowhere to put it. <laughs> but I want it so bad, oh, dude. <laughs> I I mean so I mean eh. Freaking light guns alone are a reason that I, to have one. And as far as I, I, I like light gun games, and you can't play them on your TVs unless you get the yeah, yeah, hard ones. So, but it's one of those things that you then need the room because you can't just play a light gun game sitting down at the TV. You know, always you know you need to be standing mm -hmm. up. You need to have the room to do everything. It makes it's just more fun. And like if I'm thinking of doing that, I might as well just go down to an arcade and play their machines that are already set up and mm -hmm. you know. <laughs> hey guys i had a um pretty awesome weekend i uh, would love to share it with you guys the um yeah. the game i played geoguess has just had their first ever world cup getting into the esports scene now, last night they had the world cup finals and there was over fifty thousand people watching geoguess alive which is awesome for the game and it was a really good live experience so you know some games are great but they put them into esports and they just don't kick off like valorant but this is great there was people coming in who had never watched the game before and understood what was going on and yeah shout out to conscious for winning the world cup it was a really awesome experience and 
I stayed up till seven thirty watching it, and I was on the seat of the edge of my seat the whole time. So, was it like yeah, one just yeah, one day? It was over two days. It was um, held in Sweden. There was twenty four contestants from all around the world, and yeah, it was awesome. Nice. That is pretty cool. It's cool yeah, to see games getting into the esports scene. I know, like, Words for Friends have esports, and yeah, you don't think about it, but well, like, dude, there's sc- big communities. Scrabble, is, Scrabble is serious business. There are people <laughs> who take Scrabble real serious. <laughs> yeah. Like, leagues. Look at, the, look at the chess scene, how serious that is these days. Like, yeah. Chess is one of the biggest games in the world. We're, we're talking 2023, and chess is one of the biggest games in the world. That's crazy, right? Dude, my all my um, nephews play chess. We all like all the youngins, all those kids. They all play chess. I don't know how that happened, but I think they you know, seems to be like something still popular. I, uh... oh, YouTube is like Ludwig get into it, and you know that's who they're watching on YouTube. So you can, you know, imagine all these kids if they're heroes of playing these games, are they going to jump in it too? Yeah, I, I blame that Netflix show, The Queen's Gambit, that was really popular like two years ago. Yeah. That really kicked it off. You're right. Seriously. And now, now Netflix has like on the Netflix game service, they've got like a, a chess game, which is a Queen's Gambit branded chess game. So, yeah, it's crazy. I, I think that that actually is in some way responsible for this weird chess resurgence that's going on. No, you don't right. know. Twitch has got a big thing to do with it too. Some of the biggest creators are pushing it. And yeah, yeah, tw- chess is all over Twitch, which is great. <laughs> you guys ever um, heard of a game called Battle Chess? I remember that game. Interplay, I think. Yeah, I I, well, I was a little little kid. I remember we went to the Boston Museum of Science, and uh, they had a computer lab. And this is back in the '90s, where like you could nobody owned computers. Like I said, they were real expensive. Like nobody even had them. So to be even play on a computer was like, oh yay! I was so excited. And I remember <laughs> like of all the games, Battle Chess blew me away, dude. Like I was like. Look at these animations. This is amazing. It was like so bad. If you watch it now, you'd be like, you were impressed by this. I was like, oh, yeah, <laughs> totally blown away. And I loved it. I was like totally obsessed with chess for a little while. Just I do. Game. I remember having that. I, not, not in the museum, but I remember having that same impression. That's like, wait a second. So you're not just moving chess pieces. You're watching them fight when you get there. And when <laughs> yeah, you yeah. It, I was like, <laughs> blew my mind. Then they did the Star Wars version on on like the Sega CD and um, the PC. It was by Software Toolworks back then, I think. But it was like, yeah, you see same same exact idea. Darth Vader is like fighting against like R two D two or whatever when you when you take over the space. Yeah, blew my mind. It did. It was great. And like back, you know, this is back in the day where like I was looking at like like I think Shining Force or something. Like it was like that was the equivalent of game. It was like so the animations were really amazing. Uh, yep. So. For sure. Understand. Speaking of old games coming back, do you see that they remade Seventh Guest in VR? Did you hear that I, just came I out? I did not. That is. Amazing. I'm pretty excited about that. Shit. That's like an <laughs> old ass PC game, and I'm like dying to play it. But they, yeah, they remade it in VR. That's amazing. another audience. <laughs> is that on PSVR too? Like, is that yeah. is it actually out already? Wow. I I don't know if it's out yet. It should be out like any day now. Like it's coming out real soon. That is uh, cool. maybe maybe within a week or two. And now I'm excited. Like, I'll be honest. So I never picked up a PSVR 2, um, mm. but now I'm tempted. Like, if that's actually available, that in, in C-Smash, uh, C-Smash Versus, if you've seen that one, that's the, it's the reboot of Cosmic Smash, the, this weird Sega Dreamcast game that only came out in Japan. Those are the the two that now I'm, I'm sold on the PSVR 2. Cosmic Smash? I'll check that one out. Yeah, it, it's very cool. It, it's kind of like Res in its visuals, but it was like... Mm. Res was great. 
it was like ping pong in its gameplay. So it's ping pong meets res. Nice. Res is dope, and like, man, I need to get that copy on PS4 before it gets out of control. It's starting to creep up pretty high. The so there's two versions of Res that got yeah. released. There's like a black co- the black covers the original, and then there's like an orange with the one with the orange. Or did the first release of it? I believe they both. Uh, they did the same company. Did both. It's just oh, like the first print, and then there's like a second print. And the first yeah. print one is like starting to creep up, being like seventy to hundred lowest i've seen it like i used, you used to be able to get it for like 50 now it's going up so i need to get that before it gets too late yeah and then the orange one's like a cardboard digipack so if you want that plastic mm-hmm. case you should get that one before it goes up higher yep um, and then i slept on the chess? annapurna guys, collection too sorry do you guys own any um chess boards or anything like that any chess sets i mean no i mean so when i was a kid um i had an uncle who used, he was like, dude, like this guy, like he was like a Harry Potter character. He taught at like Boston Latin School, and like you know, he was just like insane. He taught advanced like AP physics or something. Like this dude was out of his mind smart, and uh, his house looked like, like you know, I don't even know, like a library Indiana Jones would visit or something. It was just like all like leather books and mahogany and leather chairs with brass button it was just like one of those places where like everything in the every, you walk in and i'm like i'm not allowed to touch anything in here am i he's like nope not a damn thing <laughs> i'm like okay but he used to have this insanely gorgeous chess set dude with like ivory pieces carved by hand and all this crazy stuff dude and oh man i used to like drool over that thing i wanted it so bad and he also had we were a cool family really into star trek and he had the actual the 3d star trek set have you seen oh, the star trek the next generation chess, one yeah it. whatever yeah the, he, he had the real game and it was like a really nice set too like really fancy and uh, i remember cool. playing that with him yeah dude he also used to have you know this is all coming back to me now why i probably collect shit he had an amazing vhs collection dude like he had every single movie that you would ever want to watch and all the movies you weren't allowed to watch so i loved going to my to his house because my parents would just go downstairs and he'd be like go watch movies and we'd put on something and as soon as they leave we'd be like hell yeah put on freaking predator baby let's go we would watch like just the craziest stuff oh dude we, i remember watching attack of the killer tomatoes so many crazy movies be worth a bit today. Yeah, just had a spike lately. Uh, his collection would be worth a fortune dude he had everything, all the all the good comedies too, all Caddyshacks, like like you said, all stuff that I was not supposed to be watching. I was like, heck yeah, we're watching this. All the meatballs movies, he had everything. <laughs> I actually got a really nice chest set. I got a um a glass handmade chest set that was my grandma's, and me and my brother would always play it, and grandma just offered it to me one day. But unfortunately, because it's glass and it's so fragile, I have it packed away, and I used to have it set up, but then kind of has to be the feature of the room so it's yeah. packed away I'll, I'll set it up and take a photo for you guys because it is amazing um, but on the topic of chess sets when i worked at the pawn shop uh we got this chess set that was um was based on lord of the rings it was a there was like 40 of them made and um it was handmade That's all from cool. steel copper um and they weighed like 30 kilos and when we sold this thing for two and a half thousand dollars absolutely oh, amazing chess set We'd have it set up at the counter and customers would just come in and play us all day long. Chess is crazy. We would have homeless people come in and like destroy every single one of us at chess. 
And then this dude's like begging for five dollars after the game, like absolutely blo- like just shows the intelligence of some people out there, you know. You feel for them. Drugs, man. Yeah. S- seriously, like, and, and you know what? I believe wholeheartedly is I honestly think people who are like really intelligent, sometimes they need drugs because they can't handle their own freaking heads, dude. Like, you know, if your head's moving at a thousand miles an hour all the time, sometimes you need something to slow it down. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, you spot on there, Joe. Hey guys, I think it's time that we jump into the thing because <laughs> let's talk about guys? life and philosophy. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Let's, let's talk about video games. Video game time, quiz time. Before we start, let's pull up um, chat scores and we'll get chat's question up. So, as you guys know. First person in chat to get to five points will win a video game shipped anywhere in the world. Right now, we have on four points two people. We've got Jason Trickster and Mario Mario on three points. We've got Banfi and the Collectionist. Cyrus is on two points. And then on one point, we've got Windy Corner TV, Jimmy J, Lulu Girl, and Westman. So, guys, chat's question this week, and I need the full video game title. First person to name the full title and chat gets the point. Here's your question. Well, there's a lot going on there. There is a lot going on here. Uh, the scores will reset, Cyrus, once someone gets to five points. Okay, Jason, Joe, um, Jason, I'm going to offer you the opportunity to choose if you want to go first or second tonight. You know what? I will go second tonight. Thank you for oh, watching. Everybody seems everyone's strategizing against me. Now they see me losing. That's what I did. By the way, I just want to recap the score from last week real quick before we start. I do believe that is accurate. <laughs> that's not what I've got written down here. But um, I... That's what's in the system here. <laughs> and once again, big shout out to Pavel for the questions. They're really awesome tonight. Now I have the theme song stuck in my head for the picture in the bottom middle. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> I want to give it away, but that's it, Fuji. <laughs> that's a classic. <laughs> Love that game. Almost. The DLC oh. sucked though. Yeah. Let me just let me just check that answer. That one might be right. Sorry, I'm oh wow! Here goes. That sounds. Pretty possible, right? Can confirm. Cyrus has correctly answered the 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 game with Disney Lions nice. King Simba's Mighty Adventure. Congrats, Cyrus! Oh, Disney, I didn't get that, but now I do. That's so. Funny. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah that's good. Isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> cool yeah, tattoo, yeah. actually. <laughs> well done, Cyrus. That was good, man. All right, let's get into the quiz, guys. Question number it. one will be for Joe. All right. Joe, question one. What game didn't have its own Netflix series? Cuphead, Borderlands, Tekken, or Castlevania? I will say Borderlands. Correct answer was Borderlands. Because I would have definitely known about that. And Cuphead. I've never seen Cuphead. I've seen the Tekken in Castlevania. Interesting. You've seen that? Looks like it might be a kid show, but... 
Mostly in like happy tree friends vibes. So. Yeah, that they they like make deals with Satan in that game. There's no way that's a kid show. <laughs> the thing I don't get about the Cuphead animated series, the animation style is totally different from the games, and the the animation style is what makes the games what they are. So I don't know what they were thinking there. They don't. They didn't do the the old school 30s. That's stupid. Yeah, what I'm talking about missing the mark. I mean, it's yeah. vaguely 30s. It's just a totally different style. Like it doesn't look mm. like the characters look different. They move different. It, it's yeah. disappointing. I do like me some Cuphead. That's a fun game. I'm right, moving like... on to question number two. Sorry. Jason, this one's for you. Yeah. Which James Bond game has a cheat code on the front cover? Is it 007 The Jewel, GoldenEye 007, 007 Racing, or From Russia With Love? So I've owned all four of those, and I didn't know there was a cheat code on the cover of I, any of them so that's because we're uh, honest and we don't cheat talking that's right. to real gamers right here i was yeah. cheating on the ps1 days that was the day <laughs> where i was <laughs> all right i cheated in gta 3 printing things off the internet and i cheated in GTA. Codes down and <laughs> man and incidentally that that top one is is terrible that that was on the sega i've Genesis. never heard of that game i was just that's on all of them i was like what the hell is the duel bad like I, I mean i'm a big bond fan and that that one actually had timothy dalton on the cover that was pre-pierce brosnan when like timothy wow. dalton did those two movies and he was forgotten about yeah i digress um i'm gonna say 007 racing correct answer it was 007 racing nice so the job, number plate had a cheat code Thank on you. the front which is pretty cool oh uh, man oh the, the license plate l1r1 yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, that, <laughs> that's that's pretty cool that is all right moving on to question three Jay, this one's for you. From a boat floating on the Thames, which is a river in the UK, a large image was projected on the wall of the UK House of Comms building. Which game console was advertised this way? <laughs> okay, that's just great, whatever it is. <laughs> Um, who are those people? I wish I knew British politicians. That would come in handy right now. Try to determine what year we're looking at. Um, it's very Street Fighter-y looking. Oh, Dude, it could be so many things. <laughs> oh, screw it. I'll say PlayStation 1. I don't know. PS1. Incorrect. Jason, for the steal? Man. Like, this doesn't even look like it matches visually any kind of game. Oh, no, that's not. Mm. Um, I, know I know the company. I, thought I got the game wrong. I know what that game is now. Man. Um, <laughs> I am going to say Sega Saturn. That's what I think it is. Is that it? I think that's what it is. Correct yeah, you bastard. Because that's Virtua Fighter characters. That isn't freaking Street Fighter. Well done, Jason. That was good. That, that was a cool question. Oh, that, was that was a good one. one. <laughs> that was a good one. Well done. Right, moving on to question four. Jason, this one is for you. What have the PS4 games? Hidden Gender, Fantastic, That's You, and Singstar Celebrations and Knowledge is Power have in common? Those are all PlayLink games that had a mobile companion app where you would do input on the, the mobile app and it would interact with the game. Correct. They're all the PlayLink games for the PS4. Hidden Agenda. Don't sleep on that one. That's actually pretty fun. It's a good one. I now would say like, 
even if you don't own any of these games, download these apps because I'm sure they're not going to be in the store forever. Yeah, yeah, you're spot on there. That's and something I was thinking about. Imagine someday I'm going to be like, let's play Hidden Agenda, bust out the six Android phones I saved from 2006. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, you're going to have to, like, you're going to have to have old ass phones to play that. Where's my iPhone 4? Let's play. And then it'll be like, they'll be like, this game needs an update to play. Yeah. <laughs> it's going to uh, work anymore. You've lost the licenses. Hidden Agenda <laughs> is a fun time if you like party games and you like it's a good one. mysteries or an event. Yeah, it's fun. Before we move on to the next round, we'll give you guys a quick score update. Joe's nah, got one. We don't point. have to do that. Jason's out in the early lead of three points. Moving on to question number five. Joe, this one's for you. Who wears t shirts with this logo? Oh my God. That's pretty familiar, and I'm going to be very angry when I don't know it. Um, I'm just going to say, um, no, that's not right. Let's not be hasty. Let me think about this for a second. <laughs> Hold on. Let me think about this. God, it's so familiar. I'm just going to say Bomberman. It's not Bomberman, Jason. Mm -mm. So this is probably going to be wrong, but I feel like that's the logo from, I, maybe I'm, I'm totally off here, but I want to say it's the logo from the Serious Sam games and which I've never played. So I'm going to go down this this path of either I'm totally right or wrong. I'm probably wrong. I'm going to say, hey, nice serious logo from the serious Sam. Nice yeah, job, dude. Thank you, man. Never played it. Just recognize the logo. Awesome yeah, artwork, by the way. <laughs> I've never played those either, but I um I I I, I um I did order the special reserve collection or whatever. Nice. Yep. So I'm right, moving on to question good, number man. six. Jason, this one's for you. Now I'm going to show you a limited edition PlayStation Vita. You have to tell me what game it's from. Um, I think that is a cool. Metal Gear Solid, I want to say, game. And I, I'm trying to remember what the title of the Metal Gear Solid Vita game is. Um, but I believe it's a Metal Gear Solid game. I don't know. Oh, hey, 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 hey. Oh, damn it. I saw that. Solid game. Now I see the Namco Bandai. I wish I read the whole screen. But... <laughs> yeah. I'm going to hand this out over to Jack. Dude, I wish I knew. Even with that hint, I still don't know. Pick a play on the UN logo. Bandai Namco, huh? God. Army fatigue? Damn, dude. Sony Computer Entertainment. Uh <laughs> resistance. So that was God Eater 2. Mm. Would not have what? thought of that. No, I, that's, I, I, I have no connection to that to military. If you didn't know it, I guess that one would have been tough for sure. Well, it looks like a, an army game. Yeah. yeah. But the logo, yeah. maybe I'm sure the logo is probably recognizable. I actually would have guessed Monster Hunter myself. That's that would have been wrong as well. All right, moving on to question number seven. This one is for Joe. And these are our picture questions for the week. So, Joe, here is yours. I need the video game. Okay. Five Nights at Freddy's. <laughs> that is Five Nights at Freddy's. <laughs> Hell yeah. And, Jason, here's your question. I need the full video game. Did you guys? Oh, sorry, go ahead. Man, okay. 
Um, I want to say that that first game is is lost in the rain or rain. Could be wrong. Man. So it looks like there's an archer. There's a bow guy. There's, I don't know, soccer guy. And it looks like Vegas. Um, knights. Okay. Man. No pressure, but I know it. Rainbow. rainbow oh, no. You know it, too. Stop it. Oh, man. <laughs> it, hold on. Nope. You're way off. <laughs> um, definitely a dinosaur game. game. Big dinosaurs. Rainbow Six Vegas. <laughs> that is Rainbow Six Vegas. Well, that was a good one, man. Thank you, thank you. <laughs> you All right, guys. At the end of round eight, Jason's got a lead of five points. Joe is behind on two points. We now move into our final round, round nine, and round nine has fifteen points available. Anyone Bro, we need a cool sound effects for this final round. We need like, did, 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 did. we need like a sound effect <laughs> for that. Sorry. Yeah, yeah. And our final round is going to be sound effects again. You guys loved it last week. No, However, it's going to go easier to harder. First question will be easy. Number fifteen will be one of the hardest you'll have to ever answer. So I was terrible at this playing along the last time, so this will be fun. <laughs> well, Joe, hard. I might make it even. <laughs> I'm. <laughs> so, so, so I these these all tickled my brain, but I can never pinpoint them because it's always like, you know, I got. Who, who's going first? Me? Can I go first? Right, okay, you'll losing, be going right? first. As you're right. behind, and okay. We will go in turns. So, first sound for Joe. Hmm. This isn't a game. This is the PS One boot up noise. That is the PS One boot up noise. Yeah. Question is that Nintendo. <laughs> Question two, Jason. This is your sound. That is the. It is a Game Boy startup screen, and now let me. Okay, it's the Game Boy Advance startup screen. That is the Game well Boy done. Advance startup screen. Well done. Question three, Jason. That immediately made me remember Minish Cap playing that. I was like, <laughs> like immediately. <laughs> Oh, it's Metal Gear Solid. The That's Metal Gear Solid. Um, give me one second. Four's not there. <laughs> it's just silence. Good luck, bro. <laughs> Which game was there? This was this from? Nothing. All right, number four. Get over here. Um. Well, that would be Mortal Kombat. But do That's I need to name? Kombat. That was the answer <laughs> I'm looking for. That's the game. That's the game. All right, number five, Joe, this one's for you. China. Street Fighter? That's, That's Street Fighter. Fighter. Street Fighter 2. Number six, Jason? Sonic the Hedgehog. That's Sonic the Hedgehog. Moving on to number seven, Joe. Not Dark Souls. Joe has his first strike. Three strikes and you're out. Jason? Now, Jason, you can choose to pass or answer here. Oh, you didn't tell me that, man. I could have passed. I'm going to go with pass. Okay, we will come back to that one. Cheater. (laughs) Question number eight. Um, This is for Jason. 
Actually, this is for Joe, because Jason passed. It is? Joe? Okay. Yeah. Whatever you want. Oh, that's Mario Kart. That's Mario Kart. And Jason, this is for you. That ain't machine gun. Oh, wow. I know this. Um... That ain't machine gun. Metal Slug? Correct. That's Metal Slug. Nice job. I was thinking that at Time Crisis. Thank you. Thank Joe, you. this one's for you. Mm -hmm. <laughs> thank you. God, I know that. One more time. Can you do that again? <laughs> thank you. Shit. Pass for now. I'm going to pass. I think Very I do fun. know it, but I'm not going to guess. Jason? Is that Resident Evil 4? That is the merchant from Resident mm. Evil 4. The game Joe just finished. <laughs> Shut up, bro. That's why I knew it, but I wouldn't I didn't want to guess. All right. All right, Joe, this one's for you. Uh sounds like Super Mario Brothers. That's the power up sound from Mario. Jason, this one's for you. Everybody! I recognize that. Um, can I hear that one more time? Yep. Everybody, oh, oh, oh. I am not going to get that. I don't know. Yeah, passing. So if I'm passing, does that mean I'm, I'm just saying I, I don't know? I don't know what that is, or do, does it come back to me later if I pass? Um, I get a chance to answer if you pass. Okay. If, if, if Joe passes as well, um, we'll go on to the next one, but we will go back to these ones at the end. I, so. I will pass. Okay, Joe? Parappa the Rapper. That is Parappa the Rapper. Yep. Yeah. Uh, Jason, question 13. Objection! That is Phoenix Wright. That's correct. Wow. Joe, question 14. These are the hard ones. Die, monster. You don't belong in this world. One more time. <laughs> Die, monster. You don't belong in this world. That's terrible voice acting. I'm going to say House of the Dead. Joe has a second strike. Jason? So, I'm probably wrong. I'm going to say Duke Nukem. Jason has his first strike. Oh, man. Now, we are still on the same question. Joe, you can choose to pass. I'll I'll pass for now. Okay. Now, we're moving on to question 15. Jason? I recognize that, too. It's got to be Sega, whatever the hell it is. <laughs> it sounds Sega-ish, for sure. It's just so bad. Oh, wait. Um, Daytona? Incorrect. Jason has a second strike. Yeah. Well, one more time. That's like it. See, I've never gotten game over in a game. I always win. I don't. I wouldn't know. I'm just kidding, dude. I'm. Not... I'm gonna pass for now. Can we go back to the other ones? Yep. All right. Jason, now we've passed. We are going back to question seven. This is me or Jason. Pass, I need an answer now. Who's going? Who's going? Oh, okay. Um, 
play one more time. I want to, if I have to choose, maybe that I want to say that's a Castlevania something. Incorrect. Jason's now locked out. Joe is behind on the score, but Joe is, is the it, only one who can answer. Is What's it Elden Ring? Elden Ring? Not Elden Ring. Fuck. Joe's locked out. The answer we were looking for, and people were screaming in chat, that is the death sound from Grand Theft Auto 5. Oh. Man. I, guess. I knew it was a death sound, clearly, yeah. but that metallic sound. That's what I threw guess. me off. It sounded to me like get, it was a We thing. didn't get 14 and 15, and I have videos of these ones. So 14. Die, monster. You don't belong in this world. You, it's Castlevania. wrong Castlevania, Jason. Yeah. <laughs> that, that, that's the Castlevania you, I meant. Yeah. One of you guys said Sega. You're onto it with Sega. That you just yeah. missed what game it was. was a sega rally Rally yeah you were right on the money see i would have guessed daytona yeah so when you said daytona it wasn't that i back i got cold feet i was like shit that's exactly (laughs) what i thought it was because it's definitely a sega racing game and uh i just didn't uh, yeah as soon as i saw the art there the 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 animations like yeah it's Sega rally after a thrilling end to the quiz we had final scores of Joe on eight points, but today's winner on 11 points is Jason. Well done, Jason. Thank you, thank you. I think this is the first quiz I've won, so. Oh, very nice, sir. The streak starts now. Well <laughs> earned. That was good, man. And Great well quiz. done to Cyrus for once again getting another point. Cyrus <laughs> moves up to three points in the, the chat quiz, and you guys will have to um, stay around for that next show to see if you can win another point. Those were really fun. And like, yeah. I, I like how they got harder. That was, I like that because I was like, cool, get some yeah. easy ones, and make me feel comfortable. <laughs> and it was definitely the case because the last two were the hardest two and you both didn't get For them. Sure. Yeah. For mm. sure. Good questions. Disappointed that you just didn't get GTA 5. <laughs> me too. So there are a couple of games that I have not put a lot of time into. And that's one of them. Like, I haven't played. A lot of time in GTA 5. Tons in 3, um, 4, yeah. It's not a lot in 5. And I guess Same. you just didn't die when you played it, right? You just wouldn't have heard that sound much. Exactly. Like, I would never... How would I know? Oh, you have to die to hear that? I've never heard that one before. Now, I'll be honest. On the Sega arcade racing game, I would have heard that. You, you're you going to lose on Daytona or Sega Rally. It's going gonna, it's gonna to cost you money to play that. Yeah. <laughs> they were definitely going to steal your money. But, ah, man, some just hits about Sega arcade games. The way they did stuff, ah, they have such a vibe. Yep. Yep, for sure. And did you hear, like, the the new, I was going to say Yakuza, but Like a Dragon, it's actually going to have Sega Rally 2, or no, Daytona 2, in in the actual game, like, in the arcades. For the first time, it's the first ever release of Daytona 2. They should do that, though, because, like, you know, that's a... That's that a is really cool. You go into an arcade, find a machine, and it's like a game that you can play for three, four hours. You know, that's yeah. Yakuza. So awesome. Like, I mean, I remember like back in the Dreamcast days, I was wishing that would come out. And now here it is in an arcade in another game on a console like four generations that's later. That's a, like, that's definitely a Wikipedia note. Yeah. If you would like the only way to own this game physically is you have to buy like <laughs> a dragon and you have to go into the arcade on level seven or whatever. 
Yeah, you got to put 20 hours into the game first, and then you can play it. Like, <laughs> that would be horrible. I was just thinking about picking that game up. It was on sale for like 15 bucks, something like that. It's really cheap. Jason, you picked up, you shared something recently. It was a, um, a Chinese English only game. It has sort of like a Yakuza feel to it on the PS4. Um, so there is a Chinese English one. There's a PS5 Chinese exclusive that I recently picked up. And I'm not actually sure if it's got English, to be honest. I, I, I don't believe it does in, in the disc version. But I have that in, in some pickups if you want to check out some of that stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was going to yeah ask if you, I know you got some awesome stuff to show if you wanted to show off some of your pickups. Yeah, man, that sounds good. So, okay. Um, let me find that one in particular. I think this is the one you're you're talking about but um you know there were only three chinese exclusive um ps4 games and this is the very first china exclusive ps5 game and that one is it's called underdog detective yeah that, that was the one i was thinking of we that's, only had that, one. that's the fmv right i gotta yeah. get this it's I fmv it's available in the, the U.S. PlayStation Store, so you can actually download it and play it in English, but the only physical disc release is in China. Um, oh, it doesn't have English on it? I thought it did. I don't think the disc has English. The mm -hmm. game is playable in English, but you got to, like, you know, get it in the patch U.S. Store. Well, you can't even patch it. Like, you can get the U.S. download, but mm -hmm. this is not... Um, That's not the U.S. download. Okay. Correct. Yeah, so mm -hmm. it actually plays... Know. I'm not sure that you really need the you know i mean it, it, it's available in english so i, I want to download it and play it in english but um i'm not sure you really need the english to play it it's just kind of entertaining to like make choices and see what plays out with the english. <laughs> it's probably more entertaining we have no idea what the hell's happening you're just like What's exactly this? all of a sudden the guy's like oh it gets all mad and kills somebody you're like oh my god exactly. <laughs> and it plays out like there's vignettes and what's what's even more entertaining is that it takes place at, like you know in, in the distant past so it's like it's like a period drama with like B actors. And I, I just love crap like that. It's so weird. But yeah, so this is one I'm, I'm pretty happy about just for its sheer weirdness. I need to get that. I need to get that Sherlock Holmes uh, game that came out in Korea with the English. Like, yep. uh, I, I love, dude, I don't know what it is. I love mystery games. It's, I like, I don't know. As I get older, I'm just like some games. I'm just like, dude, I just want to. I'm the same. Like, I don't know what it is. I'm like, I got like, I'm. Like the new Agatha Christie game, I'm all excited for it. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. Yeah, those games are fun, and uh, I don't know. I also like I play I game a lot with my girlfriend, like in the room. You know what I mean. So I love anything that we can kind of co-op, even if it's a one-player game. So I like love story games and mystery games and puzzle games and stuff because we can work on it together. Totally, like interactive narrative stuff or like puzzle solving kind of. I, I just love that stuff as well. Like anybody in the room, you can just kind of you know just make decisions together and see how it plays out dude it's so fun to play like um like the um super massive games like until dawn or any of those games too like and we take turns with the characters and it's like you got us killed <laughs> i'm sorry it's like so fun dude like for yeah. sure uh, i love that stuff man yeah the anxiety of it all so these are i guess because i haven't been on in quite a while right like this is i guess like the my pickups some of the greatest hits right of the last i don't know i'll, I'll say like month and a half two months but this one i'm super excited about because it came freaking out of nowhere and i missed it and i was like man am i ever gonna get that one and so this one is super perils of baking Ooh, what oh that's good awesome yeah guy. so it comes in this like i want to say it's almost like handmade feeling um 
comes in this box and like it's individually numbered not the game but like it comes with a numbered certificate mm -hmm. and um these just like dropped out of nowhere like ps4 uh, ps4 and so um nice. yeah like it's it's an east asia soft east published asia soft yep but so what's really weird is that these dropped out of nowhere with very little warning and I only 500 it. too. That's, that's a low number for a PS4 game. Only 500 sold as of now. But I mean, as you know, like the print run minimum print run is a thousand. So there's another 500 out there. Well, when I say out there, I mean in their possession in existence. Yeah. And so they haven't released it yet, but they've said that they're going to release it in some way, but when they do, it just won't include this outer box. They haven't decided what they're going to do with it. It reminds me of like, um, an Epic. They did the collector's edition, only 500, and then like two years later, they released the normal standard edition in a slipcover. And, <laughs> and then a exactly. split. There's like seven versions of Unepic that you can buy now. Yep. Seriously, there's so many. That's true. Hilarious. Just on Unepic. So what did that? Uh... Oh. They only gave emails to people who spent a certain amount of money at Play Asia. Like I was a regular buyer. I didn't get the email, but one of my friends did. So he bought a copy for me, and I was pretty pissed off that I, I didn't even have the opportunity to buy it, you know? You're not a Shogun, email. dude? Come on, man. <laughs> I, I got that email, and, like, my, my friend didn't get it. And it was weird because I bought, like, I had bought every Play exclusive at that point. And my friend did as well. So I got the email. He didn't. It was very weird. But I was, like, texting him at, like, you know, I got the email at, like, 11 p.m., 12 p.m. Pacific time. So I'm, like, texting him on the East Coast at, like, 2 in the morning, like, dude. You know, pick this up. Yeah, go, 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 go. Yeah, I think I got one for him as well. Their customers, and you know, but then they had an order limit of two. So why do that? And put it's crazy. Two, put all of them with one, and give it to twice the amount of people. <laughs> but so the super perils of baking, like it was, um, it, man, it, it, it's like some kind of like it, it's a it's a a video series with like developers. I can't remember. I guess it says here it's Lily Mo Games, so maybe that's yeah. What I was gonna called. say, was it through Play Asia? Did you buy it? No, like so they self released it, even though East Asia Soft published it. It was mm -hmm. distributed by the actual developers on their own website, and oh, wow. I think they launched it like alongside the game, and you had to like be like on their Patreon to get the heads up they were going to release wow. it, which I wasn't. And so it sold out, and I got it off eBay for like significantly more than it was. Like it was released for like like forty bucks or whatever. Mm -hmm. I paid a lot more than that, unfortunately. But like I, I'm happy just to own it because like you know I, I wasn't a subscriber to their Patreon. Like I don't know when those other five hundred are going to come out. I think they'll come out at some point. But I'm just happy to have it because it's so you know bizarre. Well, I kind of do like that though because at least. You know, the people buying the 500 are fans. They're not going to be scalpers or anything because they have to be aware of the game before it's coming out, you know? Generally, except for the one guy I guess I got it from. He was a scalper. And so I, I was happy to find that one scalper. There's actually one on eBay right now for like $5,000 or best offer. So I guess there's two scalpers out there. But it's still crazy. Um, what else? Uh, really cool, though, man. Thank you, man. Um, so limited rare games... Uh, people started to receive their copies of Super Blood Hockey this week, uh, mm -hmm. which is not the mystery game, the one before the mystery game. Um, yeah, so wait for my mystery game. Oh, yeah. Yep, me too. But I got the Oh, FOMO. nice, dude. You got the FOMO cover. Let's go. Got the FOMO awesome. cover. This is what... Okay, so some backstory, right? You had to buy an NFT to get this. It was the biggest freaking hassle because uh, I don't think that they knew what they were doing when they <laughs> came up with that. Boris, no NFT very well. 
Exactly. Yeah. I mean, Boris, not so much. Ivan, a little bit more than Boris, but um, <laughs> yeah. So like what they had said was it's going to be an exclusive game. Only, only like they sold bear NFTs and it was yep. super weird, limited rare bear NFTs. I, I mean, they went way too, they, they went like too far with that, but um, so you had to buy this NFT, right? They said it was going to be an exclusive game that you cannot get any other way. And then they only sold 555 NFTs. Then it became an exclusive cover variant, not an exclusive game. When they yeah, get that at Switch Premium, you get you get yeah, some blood on it. Forty bucks on Switch. Turn a game with 550 copies. So That's I, I exactly don't it. that. Yeah, so I, mean, I get it, but it was kind of like, wow, really anticlimactic when they said exclusive game, then it's exclusive cover. So the irony, right? They, you can only print a thousand PS or minimum thousand PS4 games. There are at least 555 of these, so it makes me wonder: Is this more limited than this, the regular cover? That <laughs> yeah, yeah. Know? Think about it. Yeah, that's that's true. <laughs> so, I mean, that's the irony. I think just as that's many really exist. So I'm happy to have it. Like, um, you know, they did the fake error cover. Originally, they said they wanted to um, put no title on the cover, but Sony wouldn't let them do it. So instead, they turned it sideways, and Sony let them do it. Um, so there's that. It looks like a mistake. Yeah, you can just imagine Sony being like, these freaking guys <laughs> ask us for the dumbest shit. What in- <laughs> Are we and, allowed and then- to like package it in like, you know, like uh, with jello? They're like, no, stop. What are you trying to do? That sounds like something they would ask for too. And like, so you look at the back, right? This is the um, quote unquote FOMO cover. Oops, they forgot the artwork. So it's plain white on this one on the back. I, I kind of like it, but it's different. I appreciate it. And like on the spine, same thing. The FOMO cover is just white. Like, oops, we forgot. It was a mistake. I would argue that the fact that it was such a big hassle to go through and all they did was turn it sideways is a little bit lousy. Uh, Yeah. Go on. I said, I think the most shocking thing about those covers is there's not a speck of blood on them. What the hell? It's a little anti-climactic. <laughs> Why is there no blood? It's called. There's a bloody font. Blood but, hockey. Yeah, but what the, I, I would expect, I would expect a little violence. Okay. I agree. Well, actually, one fun side note: there is a legit error on both of them, where the description says <laughs> it's up to four players in the description, right? Like, which is right there on the back of the box, and it says one to two players in the lower left corner. <laughs> That's pretty awesome. I think that was actually an unintentional. Well, technically, unless if, um, it's online, and then that would make sense. Because if you, you play can online, share a controller. Like you take the left side, and someone else takes the right buttons, and then you, you can play that way with four people. This is true. This is all true. This is how you. This is how I get. Last guys, Worms on PS One <laughs> says you can play with four people, meaning you can use one controller for four people. <laughs> cool. I mean, it's true. Yeah, yeah, that's true. You can have pass it around. That's how I used to play it though, because it was a turn-based game. So you, you know, know, you, you know, Need for Speed is the same way. You can just you can just pass the controller around. Everybody takes turn. It's multiplayer. There you go. <laughs> So the next one, I, I, I have a feeling someone has shown this. It might have been Ejo, but um, late release PSVR title, Desperate yeah. Vlad. Vlad, Vlad of Stuck. <laughs> yep. It's Russian, like limited rare games. Um, it's supposed to be a bullet hell, like a shmup VR game. It looks actually, it looks amazing. I kind of want to play look it. Really good. Yeah, that does look yeah, really cool. The only other um, announced PSVR one release that I know of is the new Walking Dead game that's coming out retribution 2 i think that's the only one that i know of right now for vr1 that's still announced i think that might be the last i guess 
we'll have to see right it even now. comes out it's been on freaking up for pre-order of like two years dude yeah so, yeah that's not good sounds like they're oh ps1 vr's not a thing anymore let's remake it and put it out on vs2 there was a ton of companies that had announced ps vr1 releases and they were like they all got dropped yep so we'll see and it makes sense too because if it's different technology then they actually have to make two games yeah, dude, the install base is tiny enough. I bet there's not a lot of people still out there buying physical PSVR 1 games. So. so next I got a little bit more German shovelware. We've already seen the sheep, but... Um, shovelware, that's, that's good stuff, man. I don't know what you mean. That's true. That, that's that, AAA. And this is... This looks is really good. Good. That this looks like really Temple good. Run on the phone. And I'm sure it plays the same, too. <laughs> that's totally right. That's completely Yikes. accurate. Um, wow! This I, I've actually, actually enjoyed this though, so I probably want to pick it up. Not gonna lie. I like I, runners. I, I mean, well, this is the ultimate one. So <laughs> it's the ultimate. That's right. I mean, if you like it, that you have to screw Super Meat Boy too. You what no, you need is ultimate runner. <laughs> you stop here. This is the end. I mean, it's the ultimate runner. <laughs> Look at but that guy. What's funny? I mean, this was PS4 shovelware like literally five years ago. They ported it to the Switch like two, three years ago. <laughs> And now it's the same thing on PS5. But, I mean, you can't blame them because it is the ultimate runner. Bro, they should have thrown the word Deluxe Edition on it and given you, like, a funny hat and pair of green underwear. I call it a day. Why didn't they? Come on. Because that's work. Yeah, that's what the Deluxe (laughs) Edition is. You get, like, a little in-game outfit. I mean, I think... Come around sideways. That's all you got to do. No, it's true. But to be fair, I mean, it was the ultimate runner the first time five years ago on the PS4. So you you can't improve ultimate. That's okay. you. You got. You have a point. I mean, what else can you? I mean, it is. It is what it is. There is no better. Ten jinky. True. <laughs> um, to go with the shovelware theme, this is actually new shovelware. I have a PS5 version as well on the shelf. Leather. But what? Is so this is a, a a digital. I don't know adaptation That's of like a popular good. board game. In your oh, life, I have I that board game. That game's fucking awesome. Labyrinth. Oh, is this? Yeah. Oh, yeah, is yeah, yeah, yeah Labyrinth? I have that game. That game is really good. I, I won't lie. It looks it looks pretty good. I mean, it's basic, but dude, I, I, I kind of want to play it. <laughs> that game, I had that game. You know, dude, this is all coming around. You know where I got that game? No. The Boston Museum of Science when I was a little kid at the gift shop. That was like a brain game. So that game is like you have it's like a, it's like a high level thinking board game. It's not like an easy game. Like and I used to play it with my mom because uh, she's you know, and dude, that is this is wild. Was it like that's wooden? the same game? Was yeah, it like it a was really nice? I do remember. Really nice I didn't realize set, that yeah. was the same one. I thought this was a rip off of that, but maybe it's that. I'm not. If sure. it is, I don't know. That's what I'm saying. Like, if it's that, I'm excited. If it's just some crappy game, then no. But if well, it's that game, I'm excited. I mean, apparently there were 20 million in sold, so maybe this it's is. It's gotta that be. It's gotta be. Surely. Damn. Okay. Well, now I'm actually a little more excited. I'm glad I brought this on. Seriously, now I want to go through my basement <laughs> see if I can find that damn thing. <laughs> sure, it's down there. So this one I, I've shown in, in one of the groups, but um, so I am 8-Bit had a, a Psychonauts 1 and 2 bundle. Um, it was like 150 bucks, I want to say. It, it, maybe it was more. It was some crazy price. Like, it was very expensive. Yeah. Like, I, But what's cool about it is that they did their own repress of Psychonauts 1 with an exclusive cover that was only in that oh, um, collection. Cool. And so that's this. That's cool, man. That was so I yeah, like I actually love the cover too. It's pretty cool. Like, I like the, the green. Pre- the previous two were published by Limited Run, although one of them was sold by IME Bit. It was like a partnership where it was a limited run published game. Mm-hmm. So I brought those along just to show for um for reference. 
That's so cool, man. They got a yeah, standard so retail release as well. No, it never got like a standard retail release. There, there were the two limited run of Psychonauts one on PS4, and then there was the one in the set. Yeah, and then they have a VR one too. This one. That got a retail. The VR one. That's yeah. the VR one. The Psychonauts Rhombus are own. Yeah. Yep. So it's interesting that, um, yeah, so this one was the second release by Limited Run, and it actually did get the IM 8 bit logo on the back. Oh, with, yeah, so that's, that's kind of really interesting cool. to see their logos side by side. But this one's purely um, IM 8 bit. That's really awesome, dude. Yeah. The, uh, um, Psychonauts 2, like, is, is insanely expensive forever. I, I just showed that in the pickups recently. I got the that deluxe version or whatever because there's like no regular version like, i don't think there's like a standard regular retail for psychonauts 2 right there's only there's the deluxe version so that's the yeah. one with the lenticulous look cover exactly yeah really, well, I think really I not. yeah it's yeah. like 80 dollars since it came out forever and so i finally i got it on woot for like 25 bucks i was really stoked yeah and like i i bought that before the, at retail before i bought the set and inside that set for psychonauts 2 it's the exact same copy so i'm like well damn it now i've got it twice but i really bought it just for that psychonauts one so that's really cool so the the rest i've got here most of them are switch um i'm more of a playstation person but i, I do collect switch as well when it's interesting stuff mm -hmm. so okay um so these two were from pax i want to say west whatever the most recent pax was i wasn't there but they released sometimes um cover variants by some of the adventure covers they yeah. had one at um, Portland PAX this weekend. I said limited run games just announced. If you come to our booth, you can get this special cover. Oh, man. I got to mm. look that up as soon as this is over. Because I know what's happening this weekend. I know it's not too far away comparatively. I'm in California. Yeah, Reggie's but... there right now, I think. Damn. I, I got to know what's over there. I'm, I'm out of the loop right now. But so these two were from Serenity Forge. Um, oh, cool. Nice. Those, are, those are good games. Yeah. But what's really cool, you put them together... And it's oh, like, that is cool. The infinity sign. So cool. Infinity, and there's like different oh, colors and the clouds yeah. even line up and everything. That's really cool. And they're also limited to 500 copies. You could actually get these in their web store as well. What are they numbered? Yeah, and they'll give you the same number. Same numbers. Oh, that's so cool. I love it. <laughs> that oh, is really cool, cool. I love that. Yeah, you got to respect the company for doing that because they would have sent everyone the same numbers they wanted. Yeah, that's so cool. Freaking awesome. And I love, I mean, actually during packs, these were only 25 bucks each. So this was like 50 bucks for the pair of, of same numbered copies mm -hmm. for like matching cover. I love it. They're fun games too, guys. Like they're not like, you know, they're like little indie racing games, but the physics in them are, are really solid. And they're real. I, I don't know. I like Top Dog Race. You guys play like Micro Machines, any of those games? Yeah. Kid, or... I, I love all that stuff. Yeah. Off-road. and Yeah, Off-road. That was the one I was yeah. trying to think of. I used to love that. Me too. But yeah, I love those kind of games. Hey guys, I just wanted to share something quickly. Cyrus sends me his pickups, and he's just sent me something that, like, my jaw has just dropped because I've seen this game once. It's the rarest Engage game. Of, like, oh my god, Sega Rally. Yeah. You guys are aware uh -huh. of this game. This is sealed. This is like, oh my god, that's like mm -hmm. an NBA Elite Eleven type right. thing. Well done, Cyrus. That is amazing, man. I know mm -hmm. he's going for a full Engage set. That's and yeah, really cool, dude. Full engage set, including Sega Rally. That is so impressive. Not to mention the awesome big box PC games you've got there as well. Yeah, I think that Sega Rally was like, I mean, obviously that's an Australian copy, but I think it only existed. Only got released in Australia, Australian yeah. exclusive. But I believe it's region three, the engage. Correct. If I'm wrong. Yeah. Do you, can you, do you need like a phone subscription to still play that? 
Or, no, or I don't think you, you ever did. Oh, to go online okay. with it, you mean? I don't know. I, for some reason, I can't remember. It must be a different service. I thought there was some gaming service for phones where, like, if you want to use it, you still have to pay for, like, some service to Verizon or something. I just can't remember what it is. I think John Hancock was talking about it. Maybe it was something sure. else. That's I, 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 I assumed it was always the rarest. Is it more expensive than Civilization? There's no online. It's got to be a different thing I'm talking about then. Hmm. Yeah, I'm not sure. I know that that's crazy rare, though, so that's awesome to see. That's really cool. Yeah, yeah, well done, man. Yeah, um, I remember I, I yeah, Tony Hawk on the end gauge. <laughs> How can you play that on the phone? That's got to be brutal. There's one copy <laughs> on eBay, and it's $3,000 for Cigarelli. So. Oh, no. There's another one this. for $10,000. <laughs> oh, my goodness. That's <laughs> better. Damn. So to go with the theme of um, convention exclusives, so this is one that was from the same exclusive at PAX West, I think. So from PM Studios, they had a cover variant of Blade Assault. This was limited oh, to 200, and it's just... Game. It is a great game. And like, so this is just a cover variant. Um, it's not numbered on the back, but there were 200 of these. They also have them or had them in their online web store. But That's a sick game, dude. I can't, that's going to be really collectible down the line. I think so too. I mean, like it, it sold out pretty quick. Um, mm -hmm. the, the copies of the show and then the remaining copies online, but it gets better because there is another variant of Blade Assault, and this has an interesting story behind it. The fuse so, variant. Okay, yeah, yeah, I've heard of this. So the only way to get this fuse variant, so uh, PM Studios has like a, a social app, um, which I had never heard of to be honest, called Fuse. And it's like, it's all game themed. Um, it's like a game themed social media kind of app where like you, you know, you review games, you can talk about games. Um, it's, it was in alpha. I hadn't heard about it. Um, I guess it's exiting the alpha phase now, but um, what they had done was um, if, so there were 200 copies of, of this fuse variant as well. Um, they debuted it at PAX West. And if you um, could level up to level 10, and you could show them at the show that you've leveled up and you level up by like making reviews and commenting and liking and getting followers and all that, like social media kind of stuff. They will give you, they would give you this copy at the show. So they brought a hundred copies to the show. If you could That's prove so that cool. you got it, they would hand it to you. And just I remember reading about this. It's amazing. But then they had another hundred, right? So the, the other hundred were for people who were not at the show who leveled up to 10. And, and what they had said was that they would contact you with a redemption code. Um, so it turns out they'd never reached that threshold of a hundred. I think they only got to like around 70 or so they said, and I'm not sure if they cut it off or if you can actually still get this right now. I'm not totally sure, but there were like 70 or so users in the app. I wasn't at the show. So I was one of those users in the app that they, they sent me the, you know, direct message to get this thing. That's and nice. they sent it to me for free. You gotta be in it to win it. For free? That's so free. badass, dude. And uh, a steel book. So, oh, it's, 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 and it's the and it's a few the fuse one that's so cool yeah so i paid literally nothing for this i didn't even pay shipping for it it was totally oh, free deserve it man that's awesome so that's amazing i mean that's i just love weird promo things like that and that fits hell the bill. yeah one of a Jack kind I, is asking uh, if you're in, in my discord channel because he'd love to see your switch collection i am not but i will check it out i'll send you a link to join yeah. after the show and you'll have to check it out Nice. If anyone else who's not in the Discord, the link's below. Big community in there. Everyone shares their pickups. Mm -hmm. People post stuff to sell. People um, 
post they wanted to buy and um, I know a lot of people who have gotten messages of, hey, I got that game you want to buy. And, mm. you know, that's so cool to see things like that happen. I've had several people just give me heads up in the Discord on stuff and help me, like just information even. Like that's they hear awesome. me talk about dumb crap on the show and I don't know what the hell I'm talking about. And they're like, no, dummy, get this version or whatever. <laughs> yeah, all right. Or or after my PSVR video, they're like, here's all the stuff you missed. <laughs> I will check it out for sure. And, and thank um, you. A list of um, full set lists. If you're wanting to collect a full set, you can download the full PS1, PS2, PS3. Um, Sebastian's uploaded all of his full set lists. So you can basically any PAL set there's a list on there for it and majority of North American um, collections. There's a full list on there as well, man. That's awesome. I'll check yeah. it out for sure. Awesome. That, uh, that game too, just so you know, that blade assault game guys, it's like a retro action game, like kind of like in a, like 16 bit Contra style yeah. type game or whatever. If you are interested in games like that, that game is awesome. And it is on clearance right now in Best Buy. So like, nice. I am waiting for my, my limited run copy to show up because I ordered it with something else and it's just stuck in limbo forever. And I got impatient and I ordered the PS4 copy the other day because I want to play that game so damn bad. And I was like, it's on clearance. Screw it. I'm getting it on PS4 too, baby. It is really good. So you're going to see that in my pickups in like a week when it shows up. <laughs> limited run don't do anymore. I went through all my, um, you remember all the boxes and you get all the little cards and everything. I went through all that stuff last night and I found all the odd limited run stickers. They don't do that anymore. But all their games used to come with a different color. I remember sticker. that. Yeah, I got 30 of them, and I'm like, oh, this is not a thing anymore. It's kind of sad. Yeah, they give you nothing now. There's no cards even, so it's just the game. They used mm. to get a postcard, and the back of the postcard would have a list of every game, and it would even have a little checkbox so you could tick them all off. And you know, I remember that. When they would all fit on the back of a postcard. Now there's no freaking way. <laughs> when they would all fit. <laughs> I have been I've been getting cards, but it's probably because of the games that they there were games I ordered two years ago where they're still doing it. <laughs> That's probably literally what's going on. I'm probably still getting the ones they offered two years ago. That is what's happening. And those are the ones that come with that. Oh, we're sorry. Here's ten percent off of your next whatever code. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I get those all the time. Thank you for being rad. Yeah. Uh, I ended funny. up putting all my um codes and everything together with the game so i put all my games in sleeves and everything fits in the back and uh, when i'm doing it i put it all out on the table and i got down to like five cards i didn't know what games they were so i had to um google lens them and work out what games they were. <laughs> so uh, to go with the theme of pax exclusives right um so there there was castle crashers that also um, oh that's yeah that's that people are excited about this yeah, so like this it only it, got released in this this convention, right? It's the only way you get this, I think. Right? Originally, originally that was all they announced, and that's where they released it. Then when the show was over, they announced that hey, we're taking pre-orders for it. Oh, okay. So I'm not sure how many they sold at the show. It's weird that they're taking pre-orders and they're not shipping what's left. Maybe they want to see how many more they pre-sell and they, to see if they want to press more or or manufacture more. But this mm -hmm. is one of the copies that was from the show, so I don't have to wait for it. So that's pretty cool. Yeah, I've, I've I've never played that game, but I, I people were like freaking out over that. I guess that's like, like it's never been released physically, right, or something like that. Or yeah, never. Like, that's yeah, on the so. best of the PlayStation Network, isn't it? Or I don't think it's on the disc. It's on PSN. I don't know. Sure. It's, it's one of those PSN games. It was like Fat Princess, and like it was definitely one of those like online only things. So yeah, it it was a download only. It's not in that collection, but it was definitely on PSN. Um, I don't remember what platforms. I think I played it on Xbox 360 back in the day, but it was I'm sure it's on the PS3 store. That's how I played it. So last Switch game I've got. This is a weird one. Like it just kind of showed up with no warning, no announcement. 
Um, but in the U.S. only, from what I can tell. But um, so Nickelodeon Kart Racers collection. Yeah, yeah, that's grab cool. those too. All three of them, and it just showed up at Walmart apparently mm-hmm. um, for forty bucks. Um, the most recent one is three, and that still sells for um, thirty bucks. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, if you want these games, it's amazing that you can just get it as a collection only on mm-hmm. the Switch apparently. Yep. Um, and like you know it's weird. Like you, you couldn't order it for delivery. Like it showed up on the Walmart website. It was up for like three days with no artwork. And like, I'm in California, you couldn't order it. Like mm-hmm. there were no, I could go to the store to pick it up. Yep. And um, it didn't make its way to the West coast. It was only on the East coast and maybe the middle of the country. I couldn't get it out here. So I had to have my friend on the East coast, pick it up and mm-hmm. send it to me. Cause I had no way to get it. Yep. I literally saw some random Twitter person posting about it, freaking out. And uh, I went on my Walmart and they had like two in stock. And I, the, you said I had to go pick it up. And I just sit there and wait in the freaking stupid car. Pot. It took me like an hour to get the damn thing. I'm like, literally like, can I just go in and grab it? You assholes. It's this big. <laughs> but I see them wailing out groceries and all this stuff for all these other people. I'm like, dude, this is so stupid. Anyway, so. So like that's, I, how, I, that's how things work these days. Click and collect. You go away in the car. <laughs> I can't. No, I can't just walk into the desk. No, no. You have to. Is sit there in a car port and You have to use the kiosk and you have to. Pack? Nope. There's not. It's just switch only. That's interesting. Yep. Is they're all on five And that was that like Jason said to a total stealth release. No announcement. No advertising. No nothing. Is it like sold out already or is it gone? Or I mean, it, so it was taken off the website like after just like two or three days. So oh, I think I'm so glad still, I got it. Yeah, I think it's still in some stores, but like you have to just show up and, and hope for the best. When and all three. About, why is a game expensive? It's the stories start like this. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> all three games are on the cart, by the way. The only thing that's missing is there's some uh, some DLC from three that's not on the cards. Correct. Yeah, so and so things are complete on card except for that DLC, like you just said. Yeah. Um, and those games are dope. Don't don't sleep on them, by the way, either. They're actually so one is not one is a little rough, but part two is good and part three is awesome. Yeah. Because uh, one of the things I didn't like about one or two is like they got all these amazing characters, right? but no voice acting. And that pissed me off. Cause I'm like, what is the point of having Ren and Stimpy and all the Rugrats and all the Ninja Turtle, all these people in this game. And there's no voice acting. Like I want to hear these freaking characters. Yeah. And so three, they fixed that And three. They have like invader Zim yelling and like, Oh, it's great, dude. I, I highly recommend part three. It's a great Nostalgic game. Overload, sounds like, I agree. And like, I want to say like calling it a stealth release, it's probably giving it too much credit. Cause I feel like it's an accidental, like maybe it was meant for black Friday, but it, they, they put it out early. I have no idea. Like it just, I feel like it it's was weird. Mistake. Yeah. That nobody knew about it. Yeah. Um, so last pickup I've got, and it has nothing to do with anything I've shown. It's, it's probably the, the weird random thing that I've got to show here today. But um so I'm really into the not for resale kiosk kind of stuff for Nintendo platforms. That's just like a weird niche I'm into. But um, for like Nintendo DS and on, like I don't do N64. They're crazy expensive. That's just not my kind of platform. I don't really collect for that. Mm-hmm. But um, the Wii U, you know, there were not many kiosk exclusive things for the Wii U. They, they did have those multi-game demo discs. I've never seen a Wii U kiosk now that I think about it. Exactly. I've never seen one. Well, and my friend one who we were chatting about this morning, Joe. That's cool. There weren't a ton. I mean, like the, the Wii U just came and went in general. Yeah. But, yeah. 
But so what I've got here, I, I didn't know this existed until it just showed up on eBay and I got lucky. It went for a lot, but I think it's worth a lot more than I ended up getting it for. So I don't have any complaints. This is a Pikmin 3 event disc and it's still factory sealed, which wow. is also crazy. So I did some research into this and what it was, was for one day, literally one day, Nintendo reps in the US, and there's only like, 200 or so or less for the whole country um like i think less than that like 150 like a, an actual nintendo rep in each area would have one store selected where they would actually go and like man the booth and actually like um you know this is short shortly after e3 after pikmin 3 debuted there um it would be like a special demo version of the game and they would like um give you some kind of like additional content if you pre-ordered the game that day i think it was only in game stops so um you know like 150 or so discs exist they were only used for one day um at only that 150 or so stores um and it was like specifically to like you know boost pre-sales and to give you exclusive content which i'm not sure how that exactly happened like they gave you a code in person or something and you know in theory they were all destroyed they were returned to nintendo but it's like this one i think it came from a former rep and it never got used so maybe this rep just was out sick or something, but somehow this came out of their personal stash. And so it's like an unused event disc of which That's only around so cool, dude. That's like awesome. 150 history too. And I love how you've got the story behind it as well. Yeah. Like it, I found it on a Pikmin fan site. Like they actually talked about the event and I'm like, damn, that's the disc. So weird. I'm into that weird stuff. Um, but yeah, I thought I would share that with you guys. Oh yeah. Too. I remember you showed off some crazy carts that you had. All the Pokemon not for resale. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 It fits nicely with that weird section. <laughs> well, I, 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 I can relate because I went when I when I got real deep into the PSVR collection, I reached the point where now I'm after the not for resale variants and stuff like that. That's what I need, and it's just like it's so funny how like that stuff can be the most desirable and it's so weird and random and so hard to come track down. Nobody knows what the hell it is. And then when you show yeah. it off, people are like, I don't even know what it is. And you're like, that's how cool it is. You don't even know what the fuck it is. <laughs> so you got to tell them a story behind it. So they appreciate it. I love it. It's like yeah. so obscure. Yeah. Like I didn't know. And I'm into this stuff. I didn't know this existed like until years after. So love. It's exciting. Yeah. That's, yeah. that's exciting. It's fun. That's the same. I love collecting that stuff for PlayStation. Like when I show people the grand my HD concept install disc, it doesn't mean anything until the, you then tell them what it is and how it came about and the story behind it. And then it's like, Oh, that is pretty amazing. It is. It's like, it's like a piece of history. It's like an alternate reality. There's one piece that I don't own and I probably won't own it. Cause I've, Last time it was on eBay, I bid $500 and didn't win it. So my chances of getting it now is slim to none, but it's a From Software um, promotional disc that they gave away at a convention in 2009. And yeah. it, it like says PS3, just From Software promotional stuff. And I don't even know if it's got games on it. I think it's just like interactive videos of their upcoming projects. But like, I love From Software and PS3, so I'd love to own this piece of history. But yeah, losing a five hundred dollar auction, I don't think I'll be winning this one. Yeah, I, I love like that weird kind of event. You know, like only one convention they gave out a handful. I, I got a few like that too. Like it's total mm, shovelware, awesome. but um, a Wii game called Wii Cheer uh, at the Namco booth on one day of Comic Con in whatever year I think it was like two thousand eight or whatever. They had like one stack of demo discs for that one event, and that was the only way they can get that demo disc. And I've got one of those like sealed. Like, I don't know how many people want that, but it's bizarre. I just like that weird kind of thing. 
Yeah, no, I like it too. Niche collecting, but um, the hardcore collectionists definitely appreciate it. For sure. Yeah, so there's always that. So if you're really into collecting, um, there's rare stuff, but then there's stuff that's just like in another another level. There's another category to it. It's like there's stuff that's like, well, this was never sold. Yes, that's, that's tough for me because it's like, well, how the hell was I supposed to know? Like, I wasn't invited to Ted's birthday party where they made 10 of these. What the heck? <laughs> or I wasn't on that football team that got sent 20 of these in a special pro or whatever the hell it was. But like, uh, so from a collecting point of view, like, I love that stuff, too. It's the most fascinating. It's the most interesting. Like those pieces where you just see it and you go, what the hell is that? Like, yeah. I love that stuff. It blows me away. Or like, I love misprints. Anything with a cool story where you'll just look at it. You're like, what the hell's going on with this game? Why is that logo like that? Why does that company partner with this company? Did this ever happen? I don't remember this. Like, I love that stuff, dude. Yeah. And like, there's something about just unreleased games. It's like, well, what do you mean it's unreleased? It's it's right here. I, I just love mm -hmm. that weird kind of... <laughs> I, it shouldn't exist. I mean, that that's really what drew me to NBA Elite originally. That's why I mm. sought it out. Even before I was collecting hardcore, I'm like, wait, so it exists? I got to find it because it's... It shouldn't, but it does, and that, that's mm -hmm. that's why I was driven to find it, and that was before it was worth the time. But I just wish love I had it. that Binding of Isaac on Vita, man. Oh, man. <laughs> God, I wish I had that. <laughs> I've got all the other Nikala stuff, but that one, and yeah. that that kills me. It's getting yeah. released one day, guys. That the developer said so himself. Sure. They never, yeah, they never really said on that one. <laughs> it'll get released, and it'll get released at two in the morning on Square Enix website. Yep. Just like it'll fantasy. It'll be sold out well, by 4 at least on eBay, one copy at a time or from one address. That's what I do. I don't give a damn. If I had those games right now, I sell them, sell them, see them sell them for four or five grand. That's how I do it. Yep. Sorry. But I'm sure that the guy who owns those games has those thoughts in his mind. Like, do I do the right thing and sell them or do I make a million dollars and retire? Like, you know. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I'm sure. I'm sure it's like a dilemma. You know what I mean? If you're the one, you're the only one with those games. I honestly imagine. Have you ever seen that at the end of the uh, Raiders of the Lost Ark when they go into the warehouse and they put it in the big factory yeah. with all this? I'm pretty sure they're in that factory. Just in yeah, the top box. men. <laughs> top men top are there men. watching top over all men. Exactly. Where are they? That's just where they are. Like all the copies of um, Poop Slinger that are sitting in limited run games as warehouse. <laughs> mm. That could be where they are. <laughs> <laughs> they're in north carolina that's that's for sure that seems to be where they all are popping up right now yeah a collector that people are aware of who own a copy yeah. like a documentary like the bigfoot like hunting down the poops thing is <laughs> going to north carolina to find them no, but i mean unless someone does that joe this is going to happen because you know if 10 copies 15 20 copies are selling each year well suddenly these numbers are adding up to more than the 80 that are out there yeah it's got to be a thousand out there and it's, it's 84. there's a thousand out there it's not a ten thousand dollar game it's not even a thousand dollar game it's 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 a it's a what's the word it's an enigma <laughs> well because if you can't get them uh then it's unavailable but if they exist mm -hmm. and you can't get them again they're still unavailable but if they pop up one day and those 900 become available then yeah it's not worth anything but it has to come down to someone selling them all at once for cheaper. And that's probably not going to happen at this point. Like No, but I think I see, I don't know if, I, so I think that once something hits that collectability status where it's valuable and sought after, I, I even if it would temporarily take a hit, it'll rebound. 
which is what I feel about like when people like with the VG re v reprints and stuff like that. People are like, oh, it's gonna kill the value. It's gonna kill the value. And I'm like, it will temporarily, but I still think long term these games that are sought after or collectible will rebound and go back up. Maybe not to the heights you once saw, but like if let's say they released 900 poop slingers, you know what I mean, went on eBay all of a sudden, like they might be selling cheaper. They'll sell out, and then they'll they'll still be collectible and still be worth a ton of money. Sort of thing. Like I, just, I, people just want them for their collection. They're sought after. I don't know how to describe it. Like once it's reached that at legend status, it's like everybody's got to have. But like, so I can agree and disagree with that because I can think of two games that that happened to one and didn't happen to the other. Class of Heroes Two G, mm. that's now a hundred dollar game. It was four hundred dollars. Um, but look at the Metal Gear Solid HD collection. That was, you know, $150. It got reprinted for $50. Today, it's $150 again. Hmm. But then I would put it down to that has real organic collectability where, you know, the average guy on the street probably wants to own the Metal Gear Solid collection, doesn't even know what Class of Heroes 2G is. That's so true. maybe... Not you know, all games. You're right. You're right. There's probably... I would put Pooklinger on the side of, you know, once these hardcore collectors have got their copy, then the average Joe doesn't care. Or, but I mean, like, it, I think something comparable somewhat to Poop Slinger is, is Revenge of the Bird King on the PS4, right? Yeah. So it was only sold at, like, you know, one convention or given out to the, the friends of the guy who created it. Um, and then, you know, pent up demand for it. And then suddenly the, the other 1400 or whatever came out and it, it's not worth anything now. So it didn't really retain any notoriety. It didn't retain any mm. real value. It's like a forty dollar maybe game now. Mm -hmm. Yeah, very. So, exactly. That that that's true. I mean, maybe I am wrong. Yeah, but I did. Mm, I don't know how long was it. How long? I don't. Know. Oh, I would so, argue though that like they then released that at retail because they kind of had to for bad PR. Like things went the wrong way, and yeah. I'm sure that they're doing it differently for other games if they did do poop slinger that's why we don't know any information behind it because if you release information the information's out there you have to do the right thing you know you can't just say oh i have every copy of this game and i'm not selling them yeah no. and, and to be fair poop slinger had much more of a reputation than bird king did too so i think poop slinger will always be notorious so I, I think that one will still retain a higher value even if like another 900 come out and it, it it's got like I think Figsy put it hit it pretty hard when he said it has to have that desirability too or that natural collectability. So like like perfect like, like Castlevania games, that's exactly what I mean. Like the greatest hits PS1 Castlevania games still worth a ton of money because it's just everybody wants the damn game. Silent Hill, same thing. Everybody just they're not rare, just very sought after and collectible. So yeah, that, that 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 is true. Like you know. I don't even know, like, let's say they did release the PS Vita version of Binding of Isaac and they printed a regular release. I don't think it would be that. People wouldn't be lining up to buy it. The old version of Isaac, that's three versions too old or whatever. Like, I, you know, people like me would, but it's not, it doesn't have that, like, you like that mass appeal. Like you said, it doesn't have that. So I think you're right now for sure. I mean, and, and Isaac actually has a, much more appeal than something like a poop slinger or a bird king. I mean, like that's a yeah. popular series. Yeah, I was actually wondering where I could still see that being if they did say bring out the Vita copy at you know a hundred dollars retail price. I could still see it being a two three hundred dollar game afterwards, but not you know a two three thousand dollar game. Yeah, mm -hmm. no, I agree. 
where if they did Revenge of the Bird King on the Vita, I guess because of the Vita community being so hardcore, you're not going to see a cheap Vita game. But you know, again, oh, speaking of cheap Vita games, how cool is it? Did you see the VGP announced they had a bunch of the um, Play Asia exclusives in stock? Yeah, again? yeah. Oh, dude, so cool! And I'm like, it's giving me this little little half chubby. I'm like, are they going to do maybe some PS4 Play Asia? Well, can you can you throw a couple copies of the Coma on there, please? Like, just you know, how, how good is Play Asia? A couple schmucks. I mean, not Play Asia. Video game plus. Like, reach out their X up there. Please. Oh, please. <laughs> they're doing the Evercade games and you know they're releasing them all cheap as yeah. well. Yeah, and and like the whole back catalog too, because there's some of those that are pretty hard to track down now. And they have like I don't think they have all of them, but they have quite a few of the, the ones that I don't have. So yeah, I do know, because they were European, is it cheaper for you to now buy them for video game plus than originally for Europe? Just frozen. Oh, okay. I don't think <laughs> he was thinking really hard. Out on this one. <laughs> I, I think so, though. I think VGP is like the cheapest way to get um, anything for the Evercade, like either in North America or anywhere. I'm not quite sure. But yeah, it's cheaper than importing it for sure from Europe to the, to the US. Um, and I could be wrong about this. I'm pretty sure that there are cover variants for some of the Evercade games where they have the Peggy and then other ones have none. Maybe Joe would know better than I would because I, I kind of stopped here and there collecting i just started getting the ones i want but um i think they did reprint a bunch of those evercade games and i'm pretty sure that's where that restock came from on vgp nice. <laughs> seriously all i heard was so joe i wanted to ask you that's what i said joe <laughs> oh i know you were buying the evercade games from europe is it cheaper now for you to buy them direct from video game plus than yeah it was that's yeah. crazy like mm. it's crazy that the company's making it even cheaper. Like for me, same experience with brand new limited run games. I can buy them today yeah. or wait till they come out and buy them cheaper because yeah. they charge me a cheaper shipping price. And Free shipping from, from I don't um, have the $80 Canadian, which is like 60 or like 60 something bucks. 50 something. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it's nothing. So I, VGP is, I, I, they have become like, like I, um, uh, like red art games and stuff i'm i rare i don't i used to always order direct from them and now i'm kind of like i don't why i'm like i'll just wait for vgp to get their copies and it's cheaper so you know i've been doing that too and now that i i hate that i've allowed myself to be suckered into this now that red art games is doing um exclusive like slip sleeves and they're calling them deluxe editions mm -hmm. i actually started going back to um to red art games direct and paying crazy shipping prices just so i could have one of the 300 cardboard little slip sleeves on the same games i can get from yeah, love slippy. Mm -hmm. yeah, but, does they, love a slippy. but they they gave it's not just us they gave like art artwork stuff with it too like where's the they give like see well some of them do there's like two there's there's the deluxe editions and then there's like exclusive i don't know what they call it like games that are only sold on red art games now there have been like three or four of those so far but then all of the other ones that you can get from vgp um yeah will have versions with slip sleeves so i got the i got the jets and guns 2 deluxe editions yeah. directly from them and uh they came with these cool little postcards bros there's so that like too. this is what i mean like like uh so that's why they're they're kind of getting me they're getting me back the, the bastards because these are pretty cool i do like me some oop i can do it there we go <laughs> hold on <laughs> there it is They're i like cool. bonuses but i mean for me it, that goes into a stack with like where all my limited run cards go like <laughs> if it's if it's not in the box i'm like it's nice but yeah 
the bag o extras. You got one of these? You guys got this? They're not in boxes, but yeah. So so many. This this bag is probably worth a fortune because it's all of the pre-order bonuses and extra pieces of artwork and all the... I've, I've, I've told my girlfriend, I'm like, if I die, this bag is worth more than all the rest. Don't throw this away. Don't give it away. I can say like so many things in there. There's dude, I got like pre-order bonus coins from first press. Games. I got I got all this. I got there's like I said, this bag is probably worth more than half of my collection because all the crap in it. I love it. Yep. I keep all my soundtrack in one section too, and like all that stuff lives by itself. Yep. I wanted to ask, did you guys order um, Gunvane last night? I, I did. Yep. Hell to the freaking, yeah, I got the standard edition and the collector's edition. Yeah, me too. Uh, <laughs> hell yeah. I, so first off, uh, I love better? NG Div. Huh? Oh, sure, it sold out in like five minutes. There's no way that's still for sale. I would be shocked if that was still for sale. It was up for a while. Like I, I, I kept checking. Like oh, it's gotta be gone by now, right? Like oh, really? I'm I mean, I'm happy now. Razy on X. Razy on X. The limited edition. This regular edition sold out. The okay. Limited edition yep. still up, guys. Well, that the same thing happened with. So the first time that Razion got released, it everything sold out instantly. I remember. And they did a second release. The standard edition sold out insanely fast. And they had the collector's edition up for a little while. So I guess that makes sense. But that game, Gunvane, is amazing. It looks it good. Is so good, dude. Like I I I it, it, I bought it digitally like day one, just because I I I was like I've been waiting for that game to come out. Like I've been hyped for it. It's like one of my most hyped games. And it is if you like old school cave type schmups, dude, it is so good. It's just nonstop balls to the wall. Like doesn't it just no all killer, no filler. Like that guy, whoever made that game, they were just like, this is for people who have hardcore ADHD or hardcore cocaine problems or something. They're just way too hyper. This game is just like, go. Those guys are awesome. I mean, they're actually, it's two brothers. The whole team, I think, is just two brothers. Like, there's a coder and there's an artist. And they they, they started, like, the NG, it comes from, like, Neo Geo. Like, they were doing, Mm. like, homebrew Neo Geo games. I think Last Hope was the first. They did Gunlord later and all that. And Mm. those guys are hardcore. I I love their work. Like, they did, like, a bunch of Dreamcast homebrews years ago. And Mm. now that they found a home on the Switch, they actually have, like, a wider audience for the first time. I think it's awesome. They're really good. Yeah, and their games are really awesome like gunlord yes. razion and gunvane all fantastic games agree uh so gunlord's like turrican if you guys like turrican yeah so Gun, gunlord x is like a love letter to that game razion x is like a 2d side scrolling shmup they made it's kind of like it's our type inspired but i wouldn't say it's like our type by any means it's not it's way easier to be honest with you and then uh gunvane is like a you know vertical shmup like cave style like old school japanese shmup it's just i oh, think so gunvane is like the, all the other ones were developed on neo geo and ported to the switch i think that gunvane mm-hmm. is the very first one to not really have its roots in the neo geo so they kind of did some some nicer stuff on there yeah it's definitely modern it doesn't look like the other games um amazing though it's got a great lock-on mechanic it's got a bitchin soundtrack too yeah, I, I see that comment about Krautbuster. That's like the one game that that is on the OGO, and it's like a level to Metal Slug, Krautbuster. Um, yeah, like that's the one they did not port. I, I was just waiting because I don't have I don't have the OGO. I didn't like I didn't buy their five hundred dollar homebrew cartridge of it. I want to play it, 
but like they they still have imported it. I'm hoping they will do a Switch version of that one day. This is version's got like four digits in the price tag. Exactly, exactly. I mean, it it looks amazing though. So it's just like um, I want to ask you about um, your time when you worked at Sony. We haven't talked about this on the show. Are talking about me now? Yeah. Um, yeah. So, um, yeah. So I'm, I'm in, I've never really mentioned it and I don't talk about it a whole lot, but I'm actually in the games industry and I'm in, I'm a producer in the games industry and I did work for Sony for years. Um, but strangely, very strangely, um, even though I worked, I worked for Sony for like eight years, eight years, five and a half, like maybe seven ish plus. I worked in games uh, for years and years at Sony. I'd never worked at PlayStation. Oh, wow. And so that's bizarre. Like, you would think, how is that even possible? Like, what what the hell else do they do? Well, um, I worked at Sony Pictures as a producer in games on their tiny little games team. And then I, and that was for five and a half years. And it was mostly mobile, but a little bit of non-mobile. Um, and I worked uh, at a, a startup, which is still kind of in stealth mode. They are known to exist. But um, what they're working on has not been unveiled. But it's a startup within Sony called Sony Immersive Music Studios. I was there for about a year and a half. And uh, they still haven't announced what they're doing. And I'm no longer there. But it is very interesting. And uh, I hope one day people will find out what that is. But that's my time at Sony. I never worked at PlayStation. I almost feel ripped off by the fact that I didn't get to do <laughs> PlayStation stuff, but I did work at Sony in games. Did you at least get some cool swag, man? No. <laughs> oh, see, that's what you're really salty about. You just wanted some hats and freaking promo discs. Come on, man. But working at Sony Pictures, it's like I, I got some movie posters. That's um, cool. <laughs> I mean, so it would have been a really cool experience. Yeah, I'm sure it was still really badass. No, it was cool. I mean, like I worked, um, I worked on the on the lot, the actual Sony Pictures movie like studio lot. Did we Spider Man? It's cool. I I <laughs> well, I did see them filming some of Spider Man the the first one, the reboot. I wow, I should I should like No Way Home or whatever. Is that the? I don't remember. But I, I saw them filming some of that, so I did see Robert Downey Jr. like shooting a scene. But cool, that was cool. cool. And Jason, correct me if I'm wrong, but you also worked for Nintendo as well. I I did. So my first job out of he's um, not allowed to talk about it. NDA. It's not, <laughs> interesting. not interesting enough to be under NDA, honestly. So my my I did work for Nintendo though. I I was a Nintendo rep. It was my first job out of college. Oh, that's so much fun, dude. That's it cool, was pretty man. cool. I mean, yeah. I'll be honest. It was is a little bit disillusioning once I was doing it. I was like, okay, this is my dream job. It was freaking amazing. Did it pay well? I can't imagine it did. No, nope. it must be that job's too awesome to pay well. <laughs> it did not pay well, but I mean, like, yeah. it was interesting. So this was a long time ago. This is like 2003. Like, right, I graduated. So yeah, I'm dating myself. But like, um, it was like right out of college, and um, that was when Nintendo. This is during the GameCube era. So if mm-hmm. you remember the GameCube era at the time. Nintendo was in last place. Like nobody yeah, wanted to play yeah. the GameCube. Yeah. And this was like when Wind Waker was announced, but not quite out yet. Like my first week on the job was like right before Wind Waker came out, right before the Game Boy Advance SP came out. Like mm-hmm. looking back, those are like golden times now. But at the time, people were like angry at me that that Toon Link was a thing. They were like, why isn't he realistic? Why isn't he like, you know, they showed that tech demo at E3 the year before. Oh, that was very controversial. 
the anime yeah. style when they went to that style like people like hated it there was like a love hate thing going on with it for yeah sure. i'll be honest i loved it but yeah me too. um you know, i've always like, like cell shaded art and cartoon me too. I like jet timeless always jet set radio and all that i love that mm-hmm. kind of style right yep. but like when i would go to gamestop as mr nintendo right for my region this was in i lived in florida at the time mm-hmm. they would be combative and angry like they'd be like what'd you do to zelda i'm like i like it was you yeah. <laughs> i didn't do it i'm like they're like well what do you tell them i'm like yeah i'll relay it but but they were angry they were genuine people were pissed at what nintendo was doing so it was not really a fun job in that regard that's oh man how funny that's like today the most requested port like even to me i I would love for them to port wind waker and twilight princess to the switch i I can't believe they haven't done it yet what everything else at this point literally like you don't even need it's already hd you just need to put it on the cart and i'll give you my money that's exactly right just please and then you could even do three versions collector's editions three different covers i'll buy them all just put them out come on nintendo just download only at this point like you know yeah I mean, I love Wind Waker. Like, it's one of my favorites. I mean, not not just because I work there. Like, I was looking forward to that as like a you know a Nintendo fan, and then I got the job, and I'm like, oh my god, I work for Nintendo. And then everybody was angry about it. I'm like, okay, well, that's your opinion. I respect it, but you're wrong. Um, but no, so like it was interesting. Like, I I had to drive all over. I, I lived in Orlando at the time. I had to drive all over Central Florida, which is a big, big you know space. And I lived in a one-bedroom apartment. They would send me all the kiosks and you know things. I'd have to set them up. Um, so this is where my love and my interest and all that kind of stuff came from. I was actually a Nintendo rep, and then it was weird to be spending money to get this stuff later. Once I was used to getting it for free, you know, just like <laughs> bulk. But you pay for this stuff. <laughs> yeah, it was weird. Like I couldn't even bring myself to buy Nintendo branded games for like a year because I used to get it all for free. And I'm like, oh Man. yeah, I bet. It was weird. It's like I know that makes sense. That's like you used to work at Subway. You ate there for free, and you're like, "I'm not paying for that shit." Yeah, it took like a year before I was like, "Okay, I'm a little bit far away enough. I can justify it." You know. Well, you could go back to that year now and be like, "That I'm keeping. That I'm not going to give back to them. This got lost. Sorry, that thing that I only had the one copy of in the country. Now someone stole it." (laughs) I wish I kept more because now I realize they just destroyed a bunch of that stuff. But they required me to send it back. Is that yeah? It was very sad, but I mean, honestly, so, it was not glamorous at all. Like I was excited by it, but then when, once I saw what the job really was, hmm. I mean, I'd have to store all the stuff in my one bedroom apartment. I'd have to like pack it in my car. I'd have to drive for hours and hours, like per day, just to drive to a, a Walmart or a Kmart in the middle of nowhere. It was not fun. I'll be honest with you. The, the good thing was the free stuff that I got, but the rest of it was the commute. And there were interesting downsides that you wouldn't expect. I'm sure looking back today, though, being a big collector, it would have been great to know and have the experience to know like how things work in the industry and different things like that. For sure. Yeah. I mean, there were there. I have a lot of weird stories. Maybe I'll save it for an, another game industry story show. But we definitely have to get you back on the show, Jason. It's been awesome having you on here. Yeah, man. It's been great. Like there's there's been lots of weird experiences that I've had in the industry, some of which I can talk about. The one thing I just want to say, too, that's uh, interesting, like you said, about the Wind Waker hate and everything that yeah. I think we've all been there. At least I can personally say that because I remember uh, the same same time period when they made Resident Evil 4 into an action game. I was furious. I yep. was livid. I was so mad because I loved the old school tank control, scary ass Resident Evil games. And the fourth one came out and I was just like, 
this is just act. This is just shooting zombies, man. This isn't scary. This isn't. The, I was so upset, and but like now, I'm like, I love Resident Evil Four. It gets so yeah. fun. Now I, it's it, one of my favorites too. It's so. It, it, it's just you know sometimes um, change can at first just be like, what the hell, dude? Like and I when that was, I did like Breath of the Wild when it came out. Did not yeah. like it, but like now I'm like, like, I really went back and tried it again, and I'm like, okay. I get this. Now, if I think of it as like, I'm not expecting Link to the Past. I go in there expecting Breath of the Wild. I'm, I'm having fun now. Like, it's yeah. Different. And like another thing about Resident Evil things, I still want all Pokemon games. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> Pokemon games suck. <laughs> I do have one story I want to say really quick. So like when I started, right? Like I, the, the best part, I'll, I'll save the story for another time. But I, I flew out to Nintendo. They actually flew me out for training in Redmond, Washington at their That's HQ. Great. That was amazing. But when I came back, right, like the very first shipment from Nintendo was waiting at my doorstep, like when I came back and it was um, all of like like the kiosk copies of Pokemon Ruby and Sapphire. And this was like six weeks before the game came out. Oh, my God. <laughs> I had like 85 copies of like of Ruby and like 50 copies of Sapphire. And I'm like, oh, my God, like if kids knew what was in my apartment right now, like throughout throughout the <laughs> it's a bunch of little toddlers beating the shit <laughs> but what was really cool though i had these games like again like six weeks before release and like when i started the job and i had an sp also like like a month before it came out and that oh, was that, really cool that is cool man you so, obviously like, would have been playing them because you could right yeah exactly and, and these were the full games these weren't demo versions they were actually the full oh. games and so like i would be like in stores and like kids would kind of hover around me when they saw I was going to like install like an SP and I was going to install like the new Pokemon game they haven't played yet. And I would actually just to blow their minds, I would like hand them the SP and let them play Ruby and Sapphire like a month before they came out. And to hear uh, them oh, say, you, they must have crapped themselves. That's oh my God. They, sick, man. They, I, I remember these kids saying, I can't wait to go to school tomorrow to tell my friends. You know, like, Seriously, dude, you made them king of the freaking playground. Yeah. That That's was like, the uh, best that was memory. Yeah, the best memory. Of that I could imagine. I'm like, no, you did not. I swear, I played the new Pokemon. I swear. <laughs> <laughs> like, out, you game Boy Advance. It doesn't come out yet, <laughs> right? To be able to take out right. like Ruby and I would actually hold them up like, which one you want to play? And they, their eyes would just oh, freaking. And that out. was and that was uh, quite a leap. To, to, yeah. to when that, that those games came out, that was yeah. those games were sick compared to the, in my opinion, graphically and gameplay wise. We went from Crystal to Ruby and Sapphire. Yeah, that's a it? huge jump. A huge yeah, jump. that's like, that's like when you saw Final Fantasy VII. Like to me, I'm like, wow. Yeah. <laughs> like so, I think that was my favorite part of the job. Like my favorite memory looking back was just the like the joy that these kids got out of just being able to pull this stuff out, like of like this carry case I would bring into the store. You know, it's awesome. I hate moving forward to that. Those kids are collectors. And they're like, do you remember the time that we played Ruby and Sapphire? Really? <laughs> <laughs> oh, and, and a couple times, like the moms, right? They would see the excitement on the kids' faces, and then they would try to tie this into something educational, which was difficult. And then they they come to the mom would be like, hey, well, you know, you have to go to college to work for Nintendo, right? And she's nodding her head, like, just say yes. And I'm like, uh, yeah, yeah, that's how I got this job. Yep, I had a master's yeah, degree. They looked at my grade four results and they went, you know, because you studied hard in grade four, we're going to give you the job. Right. <laughs> and, and the, but then when they kept on talking, I'd be like, can we just end the topic there? The mom would be like, oh, what'd you study in school? I'm like, well, I got a film degree and I'm not using it. But yeah, it was awkward. You should say, no, you just got to beat every gym trainer by buying the new sp <laughs> i should have said that 
All you got to do is catch them all, kids. Hey. That's how you get this one. Catch them all. And yeah, then you send... Sacred Pokemon. That's why you never got them all. And then they will contact you. Oh, that's funny. Hey, guys, we might call this a show. But Jason, it's always good to have you on the show, man. Thanks so much for coming. Yeah, that was on. good. Yeah, oh, thanks, man. guys, for having me back. I appreciate it. It was a good time. Yeah, thanks for coming on, dude. That was awesome. And thanks for everyone in chat for hanging out and watching. And we will see. Joe won't be here next week, but we will have a show on yeah. Thursday slash Friday. And um, we'll have special co-host D Street. So stay tuned for that. We'll be I didn't get fired, and... boys. I'm just on vacation. I'm going to work, work, work thingy. I'll be back. We might see a bonus appearance from Joe if he's got a good enough reception. That's true. I'm going to be up in the mountains at some convention or conference. So I'm either going to have no internet or might be really wasted. But either way, I might make an appearance. We'll see. Thanks for watching, guys. We'll see you soon. Thanks, guys. Later, everybody. You found the